This episode of the Jay Dunn's Last Kicker brought to you by Guys Note and Victor Wrench and Plastic Object. This program contains graphic material, including offensive language. Viewer discretion is advised. Ah, oh, shit. Here we go again. Hey, Matt and Dustin. It's your good friend, Bron, from Mastodon. How you doing? This is Ray from the Me Thinks, and you're listening to the Jerry Jonestown Massacre on the FM 8090. Uh, hey, what's up? This is Gary Holt from Exodus, and formerly from Slayer and currently unemployed. And I'm here to give a shout-out to the Jerry Jonestown Massacre. Yes. Oh, my God. Jerry Jonestown Massacre. Holy shit. Hey, this is Sasha from KMFDM, and fuck the Jerry Jonestown Massacre show. A podcast? It's like a podcast. Like computer radio? Uh, I'm just wanting to say I'm proud of you guys. Yeah. What the fuck? Nobody fucking listens to the computer radio. Unfreaking believable Well, congrats to you. And hey, Dustin and Matt... You rock. Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Is this our anniversary? Sort of. It's anniversary year, right? Oh, this is So angry! So bad. Some more? Yeah, I want it all. <laughs> Give it to him. Bunch of heathens. Well, that was old oh, Fritz. That's, that's back when I met Fritz singing in that band right there. Who was that, Dustin? Where the what hell did that you band? find that? Speak <laughs> easy. It is show 504. Oh, nice. And it is Tuesday, December 20th, 2022. I guess this was technically our, show, our right? Christmas show, right? Oh. Our, our happy holiday show. Yes. Oh, man. I didn't bring any presents. Yeah, we did. We gave oh, we coffee. did. Oh, yeah. We got oh, we coffee did. mugs. We I did got a shirt. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. We did bring presents. I'm going to go shirtless this winter. <laughs> All right, man. Just we'll set this up quick so everybody knows the hooligans that are in here immediately. So, yeah, just right off the bat. This has been a long time coming, but yeah. Cheers. the boys, our friends, <laughs> a lot of history here. Hell, yeah. Whiskey Dick is in the house. Both Fritz oh, and Johnson. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Could be a long show. Could be. You might <laughs> want to put, the, kid, on. put yeah. the kids to bed. Could Go be. ahead. Give don't, a, you don't want them to hear what's about to come out. Anyway, Give them a little so. bit of whiskey. Yeah. A little NyQuil. Let's get, them, let's get them to sleep. Yeah. 
You know, if they're teething, you just rub it on their gums and out they go. Either you that or you just it. set them outside by the trash. I think that's what happened to all of us, right? Well, I know that's what happened to me. Like, uh, I'm pretty sure. It was the old school days, right? Yeah, that's yeah. why we all love whiskey that's so why much. That's the taste just of whiskey was so familiar. <laughs> Our parents weren't woke. They, yeah. they beat the shit yeah. out of us and told us yeah. to get out of the house. Yeah. We were spanked. Yeah. Yeah. We were allowed to run around the neighborhood all day and, you know. Our parents Ride weren't woke, they were broke. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is true. That's a it's lot. hard being woke when you're broke. <laughs> yeah. I remember riding around on the back of my dad's tailgate, picking up cans with a stick yeah, and a nail right. on it, you know, to go recycle and oh, yeah. get that's some extra pair, money. Yeah. That's a new pair of shoes right there. At least. Oh, hell yeah. And they're always the, canvas, the old canvas <laughs> airwalks from Montgomery Wards. Oh, yeah. Those are the good ones. Is Montgomery Wards even still around? I don't think no. so. No. I remember going to the Montgomery Wards in downtown Fort Worth. Hell yeah. Up there back in the day. Yeah, Hell yeah! I don't think it's a thing anymore. That's when I, whenever I went to uh, funerals or or uh, or uh, weddings, that's gotcha. where I went and got my clothes, yeah. man. Yeah, man. Get now it's up, Ross suited up at, uh, Monk, yeah. at the Montgomery Wards. Yeah, I think that's where Johnson and I actually went to shop for Thomas's wedding that we interrupted accidentally. That's where y'all went and got y'all <laughs> <Yeah>. suits. <laughs> They, weren't they brown that, or something? Did that's one of the suits? stories that people ask me too. If it's true, there's a few stories that involve him a lot. <laughs> that people are like, "Did that really happen?" And I'm like, "Yeah, kind of did." That we, when we stayed up all night drinking and showed up late to the. My ex wife was like, "Hey, it's time to go." And we hadn't taken a wink of sleep. That's when you had that. Uh, remember that uh, skull thing, staff, stick, and we yeah. would dance around with it, <laughs> listen to Pantera and Lamb of God. That thing's broke, so whiskey broke dick finally. is in the <laughs> studio. Broke. You've heard about him. We've talked about him. We've never had him on. Our, their schedule has been chaos since they started the band. Really, For twelve years. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. had a twelve years of chaos. Yeah, schedule it seems like yeah. As soon as we so started, what we'll we do is like so the people now. we have. I'm sure there's some listeners of ours that don't know these guys personally so we'll in- let them introduce our- their selves yes from radio right to left hey as you look at elaine your player, holmes hello what's up we love elaine. You, elaine hey elaine good, to, good thank you for coming in our chat room elaine oh, you ask yeah. any questions or respond or talk shit all you want she said whip it out well <laughs> later so go ahead and introduce yourself sir i'm fritz i'm reverend johnson <laughs> Wow. What's the name uh, of y'all's Straight band to again? the point. What do y'all yeah. do? Who y'all with? Oh, uh, I work for UPS. They're changing our cable. Our cable He's currently here. working at the Taco Casa over I did the drywall there. Yeah. These guys were over here uh, winterizing my house for this weekend. Yeah. They're they're my plumbers, and they yeah. just came right. out like that. Right. We just stopped in and, and took a break from digging holes. Now we're uh, this little band called Whiskey Dick. Busy band, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Busy, did, busy. We're, we're basically... Steve busy. Around eighteen years old now, is it? Wow, is it that long? Yeah. That's when yeah. y'all started plucking around. Was eighteen we, years yeah. ago? Yeah, we we considered the our first actual show at a, at a, a bar. bar. So when are you going to do the twenty year uh, anniversary? What well, a twenty years hits October. So are you going to so go like, off the eighteen? Or? No, well. Basically, what we did was when we started we writing songs and stuff, we can't remember exactly like what year. It was like the 377 that... project y'all had yeah, going yeah. for a while. That's exactly right. what it was. And we, didn't, we don't know exactly what year that was. We were writing the songs, but then we started doing some private parties. But the first actual bar show we played uh, was at uh, 
the golden nugget in Arlington. Oh, golden yeah. Nugget. The old yeah. golden nugget. Yeah. Did y'all get yeah. some wet pussy that night? No, but we did see some saggy titties. Yeah. Oh, well, that go. kind of goes with Her the territory. That goes with it. I Her think we was, saw that there, too. Her name was Bobby Joe, I think. Yeah. It was. <laughs> and, and, and we had a great time, but they, they had us play out back on yeah. the patio. By the, uh, by the, the train that kept going. Oh, by. yeah. Baylor yeah. Park. We were running our own sound, and it was like playing all of a sudden. <laughs> what the fuck? And that show, Johnson would give you a bad look. Like, oh, what are you doing? No, <laughs> we didn't know what we were doing yet. You know, and that was October, oh yeah, October eighth, uh, two thousand and five is when that was. So we were already playing, you know, private parties and writing songs, you know, a year before that. But we co- we consider that date our our actual date. So we just hit seventeen years. Seventeen we're years, really, man. At least, That's we're really fucking eighteen amazing. or nineteen, yeah. but. 17 years of just saying, hey, we're playing shows. Yeah. And the first yeah. four shows we did, it was called Fritz and the Nobody. <laughs> Why I, thought it was 377, I thought it was the 377 just, Satanist or something yeah, like that, well, wasn't it? We had, uh, I, think I thought it was, it was like Speak Fast. Three, yeah, right. <laughs> there was, was 377 something or other. I can't even remember. I have a disc somewhere now. that says 377 yeah. and it has Texas like four road different agents, songs. The Texas Road Agents. Yeah. Some stupid thing, and then on the way to our fourth show, Fritz is in the back of the car on the way, and he's like, I got it, Reverend. I'm like, what? He's like, whiskey dick. <laughs> and I That's where it happened. I didn't, thing I didn't, I didn't say anything. <laughs> and it stuck. And look. You're like me. You hate every single band name you've ever had. And then like, he just, fuck uh, that name. He started yelling. He's like, you don't like it. I'm like, fuck it. We're whiskey dick. I didn't know where we were going to go. So he, he called the bar. He's like... We're whiskey dick. We're fucking playing at the bar. So I forget what bar it was. I think it was like the Grotto or something in Fort Worth. Or yeah, it was one of those. Yeah. It was bar, but we played that, and that was our fourth show, and we finally, then it just kind of happened. Yeah. Uh, whiskey dick just kind of <laughs> stuck. And it's always been the two-man crew, man. Yeah. Yep. I remember when y'all started hanging out with the cats down in Austin with the Black Eyed Vermilion oh, and yeah. stuff, and that's when it seemed like you guys really started taking off is when you started yeah. expanding and not just hanging out. I think Warren had a lot to do with that, too. Trevor. When y'all just... Yeah, and Trevor. Yeah. Trevor was Trevor, such a yeah. badass at he, what he did. He was a, a crucial pivot point for us. He was uh, a go-getter. When, when he was yeah. our manager, because uh, he, he got us out of state. For the first time, and, and he was bringing. He, he also cool. brought in a lot of artists. artists he wasn't afraid town. to get on the phone, right, and right. make some calls. That was the yeah. thing. He had balls. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that was did. very very cool. Like he was just like, I don't give a shit. His, what are they gonna say? They may say no. Who cares? We just move on. He had a good, yeah. good ear for music that people hadn't discovered around here right. either, mm-hmm. too. So he was bringing in a lot of stuff from outside that uh, a lot of people didn't know about. Which, like Joe Buck yourself. For example, he brought him in, and then we became friends, and that's how we met Gary and started Black Eyed Vermilion. So it was like a whole trickle effect there. Yeah, did you meet Trevor at Broncos? Is that where y'all met him, or was it somewhere else? uh, Yeah, Broncos years and years ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, This was back when you guys were still steadfast and i was still speakeasy when was this I, the like the thursday night crowd when we'd all yeah. go up there and hang out and yeah. make book shows we'll together box would play and, yeah and go home go and do there. cocaine yeah that <laughs> with, <laughs> with the mexican drug cartel in your drummer's <laughs> apartment that <laughs> well he used to, he used to be the guy for it yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. that that was like before facebook before social media this anything. is uh, myspace days yeah wasn't yeah. it well, yeah. even maybe before that i mean that's where all of us went on thursday night was to book shows and to all be like hey we're you know hey, let's did play, our networking let's you know here this. in a few weeks let's go yeah. here let's go do this let's, let's do a show this. here let's do this when we had the uh 
we had that whole setup where it was you guys. I think mm-hmm. it was you guys, Steadfast, Speaking Waja. And we call it I still men- see their name every once The Menace to Society. Sobriety. Uh, sobriety. Sobriety. That's what it was. That's and Reverend yep. still has the poster, I actually. I do. Is Steadfast, is our name yeah. on there? Oh, yeah. All of us are on there. Yeah. It's fucking rad. God, we were. So- I thought I was young then. Or I thought I was old then. And <laughs> like to think now that I'm starting to rehash memories about uh, old stuff that happened that was really cool. And to think that back then I thought I was old no, means sir. you're getting old. Uh, yeah. That, that, yeah, that's when you're in your twenties. That's like you know two times your age now. So right, what, weird. Uh, what's weird? Like a lot of people on here probably right now don't know our history together as friends and musicians right. because the four of us have played a shit ton of shows together in our bands and 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 every time we always played a show together it was like yeah. epic shit. Well that's what I was it kinda was saying fun. last week. I, I was out last week with COVID and uh that's I had a I called in. Yeah. And it was funny because I was think this is probably the band that we've talked about the most ever and have had the, some of the most personal and awesome uh things happen. Yeah. But we've never had on the show, right. so you want to listen to this one. This is yeah. going to be a good show of yeah, of yeah. some uh, a lot of history. A lot of guys. history. Yeah, a lot of history. There's a lot of weird things that Matt has said over the years too that you've you've come out and said that I was like, what? Yeah, like 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 the the night y'all spent together watching the um, oh the Cowboys Stadium, the Texas Stadium Grumble, shed oh, a tear. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. A we sad drank. Night. Oh my gosh, probably. 18 hours straight something like that and we had to make it to that for for the demolition it had to be done that was a weird day yeah yeah it was that was a weird it was was like watching childhood crumble it kind of was like yeah like what the hell i watched uh, roger stahlbach play yeah yeah we we've had a lot of crazy intertwinings before the podcast and the whiskey dick that is you could write a book about some of the shit that's happened man It's yeah. just like we were talking about a while ago. Oh, was that the night we duct taped Apache to the chair and started drawing dicks all over? Oh, yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same night. That's the last time I saw Adam yeah. break his leg. Everybody that doesn't know us is going, what yeah. are they talking about? That was a wild night. Oh, and then yeah. him playing shows was a Broncos in a night. weird cast yeah. leg thing and trying to bounce around and being like, that's not going to heal. Not, not that's never right. going to heal. No. Yeah. Ever going to heal. And the thing that's funny is... Uh, all of our bands played together. Like oh, yeah. Speakeasy played with Exmobius. Steadfast played with Speakeasy. We all played. That we, was at that Lone Star Country Club yeah. together a, a couple times. of times. And, Division uh, One. Uh, Division yeah, One. Oh, Round Division Room. One, and then over off Abrams uh, uh, Club Optimo. Optimo. Yeah. Optimo. Optimo. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, Dream World. Dream World. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Ridgely, Ridgely there. We yeah. did. We did a package that. Our, we did a lot, our, yeah. Our three bands. We played a Lord lot Greenville one time too. Shows together. That's the kind of way and then we it is had with ETA this. floating around there. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. ETA. Acid. Yeah, which badass band. Trash Pockets. Shout trash out. Pockets. He's in the room right is now. Is he in there? Yeah, he's in the room. Old right trashy now. pants. My trashy brother. pants. So the uh, it's it's funny because I I think a lot of that has to do with this man across from me right here is oh, yeah. is his gumption for going and booking talent and and putting it together and well, making the breaks. Up. I mean, we yeah. weren't talented. We just no, I'm just saying Johnson has has <laughs> we a knack. <laughs> he has a knack of booking shit and getting the right people involved to uh, make stuff happen. He's had that since Stroll. I mean, yeah. we were in we were in Stroll and opened up for Pump Jack, right. which. 
put us in front of Dime and Vinny. Yeah. yeah. And we were, what, 18 at the time? 20, 20, 20 somewhere yeah. in there. Just playing around with boners, getting fights <laughs> yeah. on stage. Yeah. One time he, well, remember when we got in a beer fight? <laughs> In the middle of a, in the middle of a song, we stop the song and just start having a little hissy fit with beer, like All throwing right. beer at each other and kicking each other. I think he fell down. Uh, it's never it happened. Down. It's never happened. Had before. a beer thrown at us at loose change. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And one of the most uh, memorial local show nights was the night at Aardvark when the Iraq War broke out. Oh yeah. yeah. And y'all were playing. Yeah, I remember that too. That I I mean that's one of those With things jibe. you never forget where you were. Yeah. Yeah, that was a- Y'all were playing and like everybody was just watching TVs up right. above the bar with their backs to you guys and yeah. it was just like Sorry, we're we're going to war and everybody's freaking out like Yeah, that was yeah. a weird night. The that old was a Aardvark. very weird night. Yeah. That's the thing that's funny is uh when you when you talk to people that have been in the scene here it's like you can mention some places and you get starry-eyed look. They don't know what you're talking about. Oh, but then sometimes like you make this cat or, right. Yeah. Dog star and all Dog that. Star. Dog yeah. star, like, the moon, the yeah. rec room, the, the moon, basement. Yeah, all of those. So what the places. fuck happened, though? Like, yeah. next thing I know, I'm seeing pictures of y'all. Like, I, we, there's so <laughs> many questions that I have and things that I need answered. I see. So I kind of lost track uh, after that. Double Bear Bastard show. Yeah. Uh, the one, the one show. The one there was one show at Broncos. There yep. needed to be more. That show yeah. was great. Yes, there definitely should have been more. That was a and killer, it's like killer show. You can that blame that on great. Stubbs losing his mind for about three yeah. years. So I mean, like, <laughs> I went through a little. Thing. It was packed. It was, it was yeah. some hard times going. Through. Yeah, it was some hard times going. But on. it was fucking the release that we did on that stage that night was. That was wild. Yeah. So I thought someone was, was going to get killed that night. The I next really thing I, I remember, died. though, was, was like show. I hadn't heard much about what's going on, and then all of a sudden I see some fucking picture of y'all like at Hellfest or some shit overseas, and I'm like, "What the fuck just happened?" Yeah, that was kind of weird. And I need oh, to, yeah. I want to hear this story because it was it was like y'all are bouncing around doing all this stuff, and y'all went y'all made a round in Europe, yeah. came back, and then. Still kind of, you know, bouncing around the U.S. and doing stuff. And then all of a sudden, it's a silhouette shot of you guys from behind. And there's 80,000 people in front of you. What the fuck was that? Yeah, I remember asking. uh, We did some stuff with Warren. And uh, we would try to check in with about y'all with him. And he'd be like, well, they're in Europe. (laughs) They're in Europe? Yeah. What? They're not a local like, band anymore. They're not. They don't really play much <laughs> around. Have to, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah they they got a. They're following in Europe is insane. Stuff. And I remember, I remember uh, you telling me that y'all were, had started to sell a lot of EPs over there. Yeah, yeah. At, and all out, out of nowhere, I never thought that I would look at Instagram or something in some day and see a picture of y'all. Well, it was, it was wild. You know, we did five and a half years. You know, around here, that started doing some regional stuff, and we were like. We're making a lot of money here, but we weren't happy of just playing in Fort Worth, you know. You're just kind of a local band. Then we're like, let's go 300 miles. Let's do so. Right after that Double Bear Bastion show, we did our first tour, which was two months. Yeah. And went out there and just fucking bombed our we ass. Went out. So you coast just coast. all, oh, it was just coast to coast? coast yeah, to we coast. went coast to coast and just like. Just us as a band out by ourselves. We don't know what we're doing. You know, we just wanted to do it. Yeah. yeah, and we're trying to. You know, how like, did they? How did they book you guys? Were y'all booked we were, with other people? Were y'all no, just kind doing of booking ourselves? I, and then we I, had uh, some people helping us book. But like, were yeah. you playing shows at different venues with other bands? No, 
It was just y'all the just whole night. Yeah. Were y'all doing like the the three set night? We or? stopped doing three sets uh, yeah. a long time ago because uh, we get too drunk to play the other sets. <laughs> yeah. So we just started doing two and a half hours straight. Yeah, which people we said would never work and quit taking breaks. So we we were like Slayer don't take breaks, so we're True. not taking breaks. Yeah, yeah. We so. we figured out that when we would take a break, we would do twice as many shots as while we were playing. What was your, yeah. so your first tour sense. was uh all in the was it the we south stayed, or y'all go everywhere? We went, we went all the way our first our first tour show out of like way the hell out was Mesick, Michigan. Yeah. And we booked that and then we just booked Stuff the rest on of the, the way tour. Yeah. yeah. Cuz we did we did Oklahoma, we did uh like uh 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 Springs, Arkansas. Pennsylvania. Uh you know, up to you know St. Louis, Chicago. What's the longest y'all been on the road? Six months, 182 days. When yeah. did that happen? In 2015. 15, wow. Yeah. Uh, was that or, a U.S. or 2004? months. It was, uh, it was U.S. and Europe. Europe it was and both. US, y'all, didn't, y'all didn't take a break before going over there. No. Oh no, no. I came home to an empty house and realized I shouldn't probably do that again. <laughs> <laughs> so what so, was the what? Yeah. So well, that, Stubbs, that, do you want to give him a stuff back? We I did. Mean, yeah. <laughs> it was a cool prank <laughs> back then. But so that that anymore. that show. Uh, how, what was the gig schedule like? Well, so what were y'all doing? Like two thousand, we, we did two months. Then we came home and with a disaster, like fuck it, let's do it again. Let's figure out how to work this shit. So yeah. we booked another two months on the road, and then we just said fuck it, we're just going to tour all the time and then it just until until the holidays. So working then, all the time. Yeah. The next uh, the next two two and a half years, we just we are on the road nine months of the year in the states. Yeah. So you guys kept putting music out too during yeah, that time. Right. Were y'all just putting ideas down on the road while yep. y'all would while we y'all would have yeah, downtime? Yeah, we yep. would lay stuff down, uh, and we did some stuff in other studios just to get it down. You know, or, and or then we would come just, home and hash it out. You know, but a lot we, of the stuff would get written on the road, right? And then yeah, we'd, we'd be home for a couple weeks. We did the uh, Wicked Roots album in like forty eight hours at a yeah. studio in Austin. We just slept in there and just got it done, and then. We need to get back Did you? On the were road. you working with Curtis still? Yeah, yeah, we that was Curtis, with Curtis that down there, a million dollar. And then in 2013, we were like, "Man, we got to fucking try to get this Europe market," mm-hmm. you know. And uh, man, that's we, bold. We, we had were a, fucking we, trying to figure it out. What so. is that well, like? What is that like to take that scary. step where you're like, so "We're selling stuff there. <laughs> Let's go play there." Because <laughs> you know, like when you quit your job to be a musician, is already scary. But that's the first step. Whatever you got to do. To say, hey, this is what you're going to do. Then you got to figure out how to fucking make your business, you know. But when we flew over the first time, like this guy's like, okay, my name is Freak. I'm going to be the only guy with a hat on in Germany, you know. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, we don't know who this guy is. They're supposed to pick us up, you know. And uh, we're sitting at the airport, and they we didn't see him yet. So we start freaking out, like, what the fuck, you know. But then he shows up, you know. And it's just it's so different at first. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and exciting. But, you know, this is all new stuff. And, and then he's trying to book us, but they're not understanding kind of what we do. Because when people hear acoustic, they kind of like, ah. And then we played his home bar, and they fucking flipped the fuck out what we did. Yeah. And they fucking wrote, like, changed their lives of music huh. again. So This was in Germany? This in, was in was the Netherlands. Or Netherlands? Armors, in the Netherlands? Ford. Right. Yeah. So, we, so they just immediately ate it up. They, yeah. Yeah, and they loved it. They loved it. And then we did. We were there for like uh, two and a half weeks the first time. Yeah. And then in 2000 and, uh, it was four, 2014, we went over there and did six weeks in the springtime and then another six weeks in the uh, fall. And this is not with an agent. This is just what you did, Johnson? This, no, this what was a booking put, agent. No, oh, you did? No, yeah, we, had, agent? Yeah. we had a booking but guy. You know, he did like a couple people. 
who hooked y'all up with that? Was it Warren? Or? So, so what happened was we had a guy reach out to us online about playing in Moscow. It, yeah, in Russia. And, and I was like, yes. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, let's do this. Did you do it? Uh, well, well we, we booked it. We confirmed it. But then. Uh, they invaded some, Ukraine back then. Yeah, the first time. The first time. The first time. It was right after the Olympics. And, and we were pretty bummed about it. And we were telling our buddy Pincus about it. And we're like, man, we really wanted to go over. Fuck, that would have ruled. And uh, Pincus was like, well, let me introduce you to somebody and he uh introduced us and just kind of we went from there the, yeah. the dominoes started falling and then we started touring europe more than we were in the states there for a few years we were over there more than we were yeah here in the states uh just trying to establish ourselves over there so pinkus and, to rehash for some people that don't know is, is uh he is the legend, right? The legend. And uh, butthole own. surfers, look them up. Yeah. Butthole surfers. You ever and heard Melvins. of a little band called yeah. the Butthole Surfers and the Melvins? Yeah. Look at you know honky who and yeah. There's always honky. there's always some kind of pinkest somewhere. Yeah. 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 He's, he's all over the map. He's all right. over. The Great map. guy, too. super talented. And I met him at Broncos. Guy. He's kind of our mentors, a mentor. So. Yeah. He's God, a, he's a, so what is he doing now? Is he just he's doing a banjo? He just got off a tour with. I've seen some videos about. He just did a. He, I saw uh, pictures of him on this clutch tour. Clutch yeah. invited them out for the tour, so yeah, he did the whole thing right. with clutch and helmet and quicksand. Yeah, yeah like, that one that just rolled through. Yeah, yeah. So, so he does a full band, band with no, uh, and he's no, playing. No, he's just, or is it just him and his banjo? A bunch yep. of effects, and it's like he's got the the screens, you know, back in the day, like with a bunch of trippy shit, you know, because really, you know, it, his uh, <laughs> his album awesome. was called uh, Feng Shui. Yeah, fungus way. Fungus way. So that was another way. thing. I remember when you guys hooked up with him during that whole uh, Black Eye Vermilion uh, uh, stint that y'all did. Well, it kind of how it we, changed y'all a yeah. lot. Well, kind of what happened with that though is we met him at the show we were playing in Austin, and this is back when he had to play Austin early to get if I can get you, get in. You know what I mean? It wasn't just like some headhunters to go. This was <laughs> yeah. at. Uh, down room the street, seven. This is room seven ten, which was right. two doors, three doors down from Headhunters. <laughs> yeah, uh, there was just two people at the bar while oh, we yeah, were playing. Yeah, it was. Good old old Austin. Just yeah. two so people awesome. at the bar while we were playing. Austin. The bartender, and we were just fucking playing our sh- the shit out of ourselves, you know. And they walk out and we're like, "Fuck, I guess they hate us." And we <laughs> they came back in, and they're like, "You guys get it. You'll never play eight eight o'clock again here." And it was fucking Pincus and uh, Billy, Billy Milano from SM or. Uh, M O D S, God, yeah. M O D S M. What is it? S O D. S O D. Yeah. Stormtroopers of Death. Yeah. Didn't y'all play? Was it Black Eyed Vermilion or was it Whiskey Dick that played uh, a show with us at Headhunters? We did, yeah. No, that was uh, yeah. was it yeah. Whiskey yeah. Dick? Both, yeah, because y'all played the Tinky, right? Yeah, the, the outside, yeah, yeah, yeah. the outside. Yeah, room. yeah the actually, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, y'all played up front. We played in the right. back, and that yeah. he they hooked that up yeah. with the the the. Sod guy, right? Yeah, yeah, Billy. Yeah, and then they were on Bar Rescue for having yeah. roaches in their whiskey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that made me feel yeah, very right. good after oh, watching. Right. Oh <laughs> like, man, I was like, I oh, drank yeah. a lot of whiskey. That that, that road roaches. trip when we came down there and played with y'all. That's when I found out that my marriage was over. Oh damn, that was a whole lot damn, of uh, hit sitting there in the in the uh, bed in the hotel room. A bunch of just kind of well. 
Hey, well, the, why did both of y'all try to invite me back to the hotel room? Probably because we needed that spice. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little you know, change it up. Dust and spice. A little Eiffel Tower on stubs. Right. Sprinkle a little dust on there. You know, and we're still, you know, trying to hit the Austin area because it's kind of the cool. It's a cool music scene. You so, know? yeah, it still is. It's just you got to fight through a lot it's more shit. Well, now something's so spread out. Now you know it's on the east side. You know, it's like walking to the bars ain't the same. You know. Which sucks to me, but they're trying to make the city better, supposedly, with the river walk that never happened. Yeah. But, they uh, tried. Yeah. Everything's moved east. It's yeah. all fun yeah. over there. So, yeah, the but, you know, we worked that, but... Do y'all so play we, Austin as much as you used to? No. no we don't play... We don't play Texas very much. We're from Texas, so honestly... If you're a band and you're from your town, people more care about someone that drove 300 miles. It's sad, but it's just it's the true. way it is. No, it's 100% uh, true. Yeah. And then if you're in you know, a local band and everybody knows who you are as a local band, then you're just the local band. That they can catch you know? anytime they want to. And it's you're just a local band, so it's kind of cool when you can go other places. You know, it's really cool. And there's a lot of people we met on the road that can't, won't tour because they're nobody when they leave their hometown. Right. They're, well, it's kind of shitty thinking that way because I haven't thought of you guys as a local band in probably 10 years. I oh, mean, right. once y'all started hitting the road and going right. crazy and hitting Europe and all that, y'all aren't a local band anymore. Come on. Yeah. We've done but eight, we, eight tours in Europe. We've done eight? Oh have y'all done? Gosh, have y'all dude. done Japan yet? No, Not that's, yet. that's one we have. Man, God, they, dude, oh they will gosh. love you guys. They want oh us to. Play. Hey, if y'all want a road crew? Dustin and I. Uh, we really? want to go to Japan bad. We'll, well, we'll come out there. with First you. off, if you need someone to document it, uh, yeah. there you go. I'm here. If y'all do, <laughs> I'll Japan control the or, headphone mics. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Japan or uh, Moscow. If y'all go to either one of those, oh, yeah. or even St. Petersburg. St. Petersburg. We've spent. We toweled up to all the times we've been in Europe, and we've spent. A little over a year, complete time. Wow, of touring in Europe. That's so, badass. So let's yeah. Uh, go ahead. How did how did you wind up on the festival circuit? So the summer we, festival circuit we, that's just badass. We busted yeah. two years doing uh, like a month and a half tours in the uh, a Yingling right in the spring and the winter. A little boy. Yingling. Festival oh. time is in the uh, the warm. summer where they, you know a lot of people go on holidays. So a lot of bars close, a lot of venues close in the summertime there because festivals are happening. Yeah, the big festivals. You that's know, when so, they take oh, over. they just shut I, down, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I, so it's hard to tour there if you're not on the festivals yet. So we were doing this other thing during this early spring and then uh, the fall, busting our ass for two years, and then finally got the attention of. Uh, Valken is what we we yeah. played Valken open air. It was a, I think it was a team effort too with all one, of us. It's the biggest metal festival in the world. Yeah. So first off, this is a festival I have always wanted to fucking go to just because it. And I've we have several friends that have played it, yeah. including you guys. What the fuck was that like, <laughs> dude? It was uh, it was pretty intense. the The first part was you know when you get there you know and you're like fuck trying to figure it out then. And you go upstairs and they take care of everything and then they're like, All right, so you're done driving, you load your stuff up in this uh van, here's your new driver. Because the festival's so big. So they and have vans. They yeah, drive you from point A to, to the yeah, stage basically. Yeah, you're just around. hoping yeah. they're so, not taking you to some backwoods yeah, hostel so. where they torture you. Yeah. <laughs> and me, oh, you're from America. Oh, you're the Americans. <laughs> <laughs> you just we wait. See oh, oh, we we love a look at you your penis World now and chop it off. <laughs> we're, you know, we're low on the chili. <laughs> me and Fritz, you know, you never know, you know, when you're still coming up, you know, a lot of times you don't, you're not allowed backstage or whatever because you're not there yet. They didn't treat us like that. They treat us like everybody else. So That's what I've heard. Big I've tent heard. city back there they drove us to. Wait, 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 what? It's tent city. Okay, I thought you said tit city. I was like, whoa, whoa. 
where all the uh, some of that there too. All your dressing there. rooms are and stuff. That's where you get to hang out with your band name on there and shit. So we get there. I'm like, fuck, there's our band name. It's so fucking cool. And we're looking at like right next to us, like that's Megadeth's fucking tent right next to us. And they're fucking Henry Rollins walking by us. I'm like, that's funny. The fuck's going yeah. on here? Yeah, you know? yeah, that's a different level. And, uh, that's the kind of way it was when I saw y'all out in uh, in L.A. It was oh, yeah. weird because we flew in. I, like uh, he had been before to Nam. I'd never gone. I've been trying to get him to like, go hey, out there you gotta for go, years. You got to go, man. Oh, so yeah. finally I went, and then uh, we, fly in, we fly in. We fly in. I fly in to John, John Wayne. Wayne. Yeah. Immediately go to the pot shop, and then after that, what are we doing? Oh, we're going to uh, Dimes. Uh, the but Dime we checked Fest. into Dime our Dime. house. Yeah. And that's when we we realized I think Johnson might be Johnson and Fritz might be playing that show. And when we walked in, y'all were on stage, yeah. and there was like seven thousand people. Or it, it was a it was I don't know it if it was seven thousand people, but it was weird. It was y'all were doing yeah. the same shit that I had heard at last time I saw y'all at yeah. Broncos, and I'm like in the crowds into it yeah. and I'm like holy shit it was so surreal <laughs> yeah. i can't imagine going to europe to actually catch one of these badass festivals and and so, oh there's johnson and fritz yeah. up there dude <laughs> if it's the same way it laid out because yeah. we um, that's how it feels for us too we're like oh, oh, I bet. oh we're up here what yeah we were what we were up bar? front getting our tickets hey, and everything because we had some other friends playing and we're we're hanging out and getting all our badges and all our little pick and for barbecue and all that crap, you know, oh, yeah. to be able to go wherever. And uh, so we walk in the front and we start walking down this long hallway, and it's just like it was it was weird because this long hallway wraps around to lead into the the bowl of the, the room, area. yeah. And you start hearing like, is that whiskey tick? I know what the <laughs> fuck this is. I know this song. I know the words of the song. And I turn to Matt, and I look at him, and I'm like, there's no fucking way. What? And we walk around the corner like, what the and, fuck? And you finish a song, and the whole crowd is going crazy. And we kind of stood there in the doorway shit, just watching, yeah. soaking all buddies. in. And then we went up to the little VIP box, and we're hanging out and just watch the rest of it. We're just like, this is weird. Yeah. This yeah. is 100% Weird, like it's just and that was my first Nam, so oh, right, I'm like, right. what the hell? It's like uh, I think I was more stoked about y'all than actually. Oh well, there's Dave Grawl. Oh well, there's B or uh, Sinbet or what's his name Sin from Dog, uh, yeah. Sin Dog yeah. from Cypress Hill. Oh, there's the Sepultura. cat from Sepultura. <laughs> oh, there's Courtney Cox. Right. <laughs> it was uh, it was, it was wild. Yeah, it was a uh, pretty cool because they. Everybody did like a song or two, you know, and did a mm-hmm. cover and stuff. But uh, they asked us to do a whole set to open yeah. it up yeah, with the yeah. whole set. Yeah, that, really that was when Sebastian Bach yep. just qu- couldn't quite hit the note. Oh, oh. Cemetery Gates. We heard, Cemetery yeah. Gates. We, we heard all so, about it because he was screaming his ass off why yeah. uh, Scott Eden had to borrow my guitar and Cody Jinks needed to borrow his guitar. So they had our guitars on stage. We're trying to take That's a right. You told it. me Cody Jinks was there. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and Cody uh, Jinks was pretty damn good. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, I wish Sebastian Box is yelling on stage. <laughs> I've told him about that too. I still got his. Didn't I, Stroll play with unchecked aggression? Or we all played with yeah. unchecked aggression. We did, didn't we? Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Was we all played with Cody yeah. Jeans. Yeah, yeah. Before like, he was Cody Jeans. I, like, right. oh, yeah. I, I got a CD they used to give out with his phone number on it for booking. Yeah. yeah. And it was all handwritten yeah. the songs on it. I still have it. I've got it. I think it's upstairs. So do you guys end up in the same path as him sometimes? Not really. Not really. He's from Haltom, right? He's from right here. I don't know. 
dude. But he's a good dude, but when he did that loud that, and heavy, I was we're not like, on man, that level, I guess. I was yeah. like, if you did that You're, loud and heavy festival with uh, country oh, yeah. and, and metal, like we're fucking been in that scene a long time. That's got to be weird though, because you know you influenced the cat. You know he was in a metal band. He saw what y'all were doing, and you probably had some influence because he he tours and 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 promotes his uh, rebel. Outlaw stuff, right? Well, yeah, it's he, outlaw country. Well, the, I'd never even yeah. heard of that until Johnson told me you guys were starting a band. I was like, I don't know what this shit is, but it fucking I like it. <laughs> we didn't know what it yeah. is. We started calling heavy metal honky tonk because you know we yeah. throw a lot of our other influences in there. But yeah, you know. walking was crazy. Yeah, like playing and walking. Like we pulled up, they pulled us up behind the stage for our set and. You know, they show us the little green room tent and everything, and cooler full of beer. And I had quit drinking at the time, so... When did you quit drinking? Uh, February 10th or 11th, uh, almost six years ago. Dude, so, congratulations. Uh, thank Doing you. what you do professionally yeah, and was, quitting drinking has got to be... I was sober exactly. on that stage that yeah. you're talking about in front of all those people, and... Uh, which so your anxiety was, was going through the roof. Actually, I did all right because I had my sunglasses on, so nobody could see me. So I was all right, you know. Really, but, that's what uh, did it. It's but, a dark room. But they we they they had us. They took <laughs> so good her. so much good care of us while we were there. But they they carted us in, got us all loaded in for our set, and the we when we pulled in, we could see the crowd a little bit because they got it kind of gated off, and uh, I was like, holy shit, there's a lot of people out there. So we get out, and the stage manager comes over, and he starts talking to me. And he's like, uh, introduced himself and said, "All right, you guys are you ready?" And I was like, "I, uh, I think so." I was like, "We'll see if they like us." And it was like instantaneous when I said that, and instantly the crowd started chanting Our "Whiskey Dick." Oh my god! From the front of the stage, and, instant boner. Huh? And I was well, I was like, "Oh!" I looked at the stage manager and said, "Well, shit, we can't." can't fuck this up now they know who we are so i was like all the all the thought of well they don't know who the hell we are anyway went out my mind like yeah they know who we are let me tell you a story about you pretty fucking crazy so uh johnson and i were in steadfast i was working at the radio station and i remember one time specifically you might have been there too we all went up to uh remember bell bottoms oh yeah Mm -hmm. they would do karaoke and one night we all went up there. Chaz was doing his thing. He was up there and stuff. And you were doing karaoke. And I r- r- definitively remember That's looking at Johnson and be like, "That's who you need to start a band with. That man's got some pipes." Oh yeah. I hadn't. I, all I had seen was Speakeasy. Right. So I heard you screaming all the time. I never yeah. heard you really sing. I, yeah. you, I mean, at the jam house, you would fuck around and play and stuff, but I never saw it. Like that, and I just remember that night going, uh, "Dude, Johnson, that's who you should start jamming with." Is right there because we were in hiatus at the time, I believe. Right. Yeah, and uh, sure enough, man. So technically, I take credit for y'all. <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow. In a way, yeah. wow. So that's why y'all are here today. Is yeah. he wants his uh, percentage he that he's owed? All those royalties. Oh, all the royalties are back. So yeah. <laughs> Twenty dollars. So that Valken thing, <laughs> which was cool, I'll settle about, for a pizza. What was cool about that Valken thing too is like a lot of bands do battle the bands for that show and those shows and stuff, and we just fucking toured our asses off. Our, and uh, yeah, I think and, we just and we, got on got on the bill on our own. We really hit yeah, it hard, you know. We hit it hard over there. Like I was, I was saying earlier, like I, I really know, I know for a fact it was a team effort between 
me and Reverend and our work ethic, how we we like to stay busy and and we play, uh, we put on the best show for our ability anywhere we go. No matter how many people are there, we we always play our asses off. So we kind of did a lot of that over there. Mm -hmm. But our booking man, our booking guy, and also our TM over there for the longest time, Frank, Frank, yeah, he really got us in some really cool spots and and yeah he believed in us and uh when whatever was talking about that story earlier about the owner changing his life uh that was an actual letter that he wrote to our booking manager our first show in europe wow. ever we had people drive from like six hours and it wasn't a packed an hour show. and a half and shit it wasn't a packed that's show, a big deal in europe for but it was so he sent, he sent a letter into to to our to, booking man saying man this guys are fucking the real deal and they changed and that we changed his his whole uh, aspect of live music again so two questions about the the viking show was who were y'all sandwiched between oh shit uh, uh crowbar we had, really yeah, we, we, Crowbar was like right after us. That's not yeah. too much pressure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they killed it. To we, add it. I was no, back, but that works. That's I, perfect. Yeah. I, I, That's I, a perfect lead-in. They had a packed tent, too, and I got to watch their set from backstage behind the drum riser. And it, was, it was so hot in that tent, but the, <laughs> the crowd was just intense. It was awesome. And they put us on the perfect day, too. It's like we could put it the first day, you know, like people are there, you know, like. So no was, one's worn out. The Metallica was, bands aren't coming. They're not there yet till like Saturday. So yeah. we're there the perfect time during the weekend. It just, and they unveiled the Rainbow Bar for Lemmy that day. Yeah. Oh, really? Year. Yeah. That was oh. the first they replicated opening, it there. The opening awesome. of, the Lemmy, of the Rainbow Bar there at, at Walken in the So Walken's a whole town. Yeah. You know, it was crazy. They you know, have that, a badass documentary. Where'd y'all stay when you were out there at that? Right now, stay it, there. And it's a hoe. Yeah, we got our. It's our called friends. it's Sorry? a hoe. Would you call it's me? Called it's a hoe. It's called it's a hoe. <laughs> our, our buddies. How dare you? We got some friends. That's that not very there. woke, guys. They had a they had an apart they had a hotel for us, but we didn't use it because we had some buddies that uh, just hanging out with down your bros. The yeah. Well, you know, a little white uh, white time. You know. Mm-hmm. Did y'all? I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> Did y'all stay the entire weekend and get to soak no, the no, entire festival in no, or anything? We had a, I wish. You had to bounce. Did y'all soak it? Did y'all soak in that day though? Oh, oh, yeah. The, oh yeah. yeah. We yeah. lost Reverend. Uh, well, I drank a whole bottle of Jabim on stage. I was so nervous. Yeah. Yeah. And I was sober, stone cold sober. You didn't the even smoke. Time. Well, I mean, I did that, but yeah, but you I didn't, didn't have any alcohol. Yeah. No. 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 So booze. let me uh, also ask a question i ran into johnson uh i don't know when this was but one night i was uh, i ended up at sparks i ran into you you were by yourself you were in the hospital yeah you had a health scare didn't you yeah yeah when what happened with that uh it was like 2013 (laughs) yeah 2013 what mpi is that when you quit drinking or no no no. i wasn't that smart back then Uh, Mm -hmm. this was just a case of bad luck it was just uh ammonia that turned into impaina i remember uh going home and after my conversation with johnson i was like man he is really concerned about his bro it was like it just it was like man you see i saw the love like of what y'all do and how much you meant to him that night because he was just by himself no one was around him at all he was just kind of fucking hanging out and that was the first time i'd seen him in forever and he told me about you. I didn't even know. Right. And I remember that. And I was like, damn, dude, he's a, he's laid up. He's like, yeah, he's in the hospital. Man. I, like I just how, left the hospital. 
I like how you just skirted around HIPAA laws to find out what was wrong with that. That was kind of interesting. <laughs> Can I not ask that? Is that not woke? No. If, 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 if he's open to conversation, Whoa. it was just like... <laughs> yeah, so that didn't have anything to do with you quitting drinking. No. no what happened no. with that? When so, did you decide you were done with the bottle? With the bottle, uh, you know, six years ago, pretty much. Um, you know, it, it, it got to the be where we were playing all the time and touring and... and drinking every night and had to have a driver and i started not liking who i was yeah uh when i would drink and then uh kind of the it, randy blythe yeah thing. yeah just kind of you know it kind of ran its course for me and i think i just when i finally decided i was done uh when it started affecting i guess when i woke up and noticed the, how bad it was affecting everybody close to me especially this guy that I was like, that's not cool. I need to, and uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't have that switch that says just slow down a little bit. Yeah. I was like, oh no, there's still booze. We got a party. Finish it all. Oh yeah, just mm-hmm. go time. Yeah. So what that just, do with you, man? How'd that feel to you as far as him just dropping the alcohol? Because I know you, you, well, you like to party. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, there's, uh, you know. It changed the chemistry. People have to find their chemical balance, right? Right. Whatever works. And Mm -hmm. uh, if something changes the mental aspect of your mind and then, you know, you can't remember anything and changes your personality, that's probably not what you should be doing. Right. So I was actually happy. You were, Uh, yeah. I mean, when you're dancing with any devil, you know, there's going to be a bad night that's going to happen here or there. But if it's, you know, a constant thing and then you feel like shit because you don't know what the fuck happened, then, you know time to figure out what what works for you you know so like it all depends but you know like booze for me is like i you know i'm not like fucking a beer bash or anything you know i just kick back and just have you know so you didn't see it as losing a drinking buddy you saw it as my friends being good and helping himself Yeah. yeah right yeah and fixing that, and then you know, and he, you know, he smokes a lot. You know? Hey, and, uh, hey, and I, if it and, works. And, don't call me sweetly for no reason. And I, I love it. That's what works for him. It doesn't work for me. It fucks with my my mental, mm-hmm. you know. So, and I wish it did because I love hallucinogenics. I do the shit out of them, but weed just doesn't do it for me, right? Uh, so, uh, booze helps me settle in, you know, and, and, and deal with people and try to be a little bit more social and. Mm-hmm. Uh, calm the brain down because it's going ten mile, you know, ten million miles an hour. So it actually, it just worked, you know. Now we talked about earlier about y'all getting in a fight on stage, throwing beers and stuff at each other and whatever. Have y'all ever done that on oh, stage? Yeah. Oh, dude, we've thrown <laughs> it's going to happen, right? We've oh, thrown, yeah. we've lost a few guitars or two guitars hanging up at Broncos. From Have y'all it. done it overseas? Like, oh my gosh, we're fighting overseas like we yeah. do in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anxiety. Oh, dude. Our, our road our Our road, road guy. Seen poor funny. guy. Watermelon. Who's your road guy? Uh, well, it's like, there, son of a bitch, I'm watching the yeah. end of it. God yeah. damn it. Over there, we had a, uh, our friend John. Oh, call oh him Watermelon. He lives there. Yeah, he's, he's Dutch. Yeah. And Who's he's, your guy here? Well, we did have uh, we did have Big, trim Big E yeah. was working for us for yeah. about three and a half years. Uh, and then we, you know, once COVID thing, everything, it's, it's kind of hard to pay somebody when yeah. we weren't pulling in a whole lot. What did y'all stuff. do during COVID, man? There were so many bands oh. that just laid out. It did y'all fight through? Did you lay out? Well, you what y'all an, do? Well, well hold on. Oh uh, yeah. Let's, hold on. let's this rewind this because you told us an awesome story before we started the show yeah. and I'd like to, to rehash that. But all of us were in California right before COVID yeah. started. Yep. 
and for Nam, you're patient yeah. zero. Uh, I think both yeah. of us and there were and them <laughs> seven others that were patient zero that went with us. Well, yeah. we got sick on when we came back. We yeah. did too, or a lot of us. That's did. when I got sick. Was when we yeah. got back. I wasn't right. sick there, but you know, Nam is probably ground zero oh, for yeah. a lot of shit right. that happened in America because there were so many. People from all people over, all right. over the world came yeah. in, yeah. and a lot of uh, people from from Asia came over that build and sell these electronics and these guitars and stuff. Yeah. And there's, I, I think, over the weekend, there's four hundred thousand people it, like smacked in those that convention center, all nut to butt. It's crazy. So, yeah, we came home, got sick, but you guys were still out there touring. No, we yeah. were in California when it all went down. Yeah. Like when it shut, when it, we we played the last show, everything got canceled. In, we we're in fucking California when it all Did happened. Did you play the Dollhouse? Yeah, yeah we, played, we were supposed Doll to be Hut. there, yeah, but somebody Doll got. Hut. This was in that March, and uh, somebody ate too many edibles <laughs> and decided we got to go home. <laughs> we played the we played the Rainbow. <laughs> we played the Rainbow Bar and Grill. Uh, love the Rainbow. The, I love the yeah. Rainbow. The day yeah. be, the day before everything was completely done, yeah, was we really played there weird. and going down sun like going there, no traffic. And getting done on which the is sunset odd. Was you the, can the, park the, next it, to the rainbow. It was like it's the apocalypse. Like, what yeah. the fuck is going on? No one's coming you out. Could skateboard yeah. on the highways and streets. Yeah, everybody, and stuff. everybody said that was going to come out. Wouldn't didn't come out. So it was just like a lonely bar. I'm like, damn, we're playing the rainbow. It's gonna be this. This fucking weird. You know, it was cool to play it, but you know, nobody was there except for Ron fucking Jeremy. Always, Hammered. he like lives there. Well, were you, were you guys immediately thinking think about really, just fuck this? Yeah, I'm going home. Really did like, did there. that ever cross your mind? Fuck no, this. Every time I went, he was no, there. No, you know, because that's not what across. You know, you just fought through it. Huh? We were fighting through it, but then it, when everything closed, because we got set up, uh, we were supposed to be there for a month. Because we, we got set up, they put us up for in a fucking apartment for a month for free. A residency. Uh, yeah. Booked the shows all around and free studio time for a month. So we were going to be recording, and we got to do seven days. Oh, uh, that was month, it yeah. out of the yeah. month in that yeah, COVID shit. We did like, y'all fuck. even get to the studio? We did. We, we did record a song. Yeah, we yeah. did get to the lady. Has that been released? No. Not yet. What uh, studio was it? Uh, Doll Hut Studios at the time, and now, now it's, it's now it's Orange County Studios, but it's right behind the Doll Hut. Right. Did the Doll Hut survive? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's still. the oldest venue yeah. in Orange County. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we just played there. Uh, we were just we just did two weeks there uh, last was it last month, I guess. Yeah, last we month. have another buddy that plays over there all the time yeah. with his band. Yeah, that's, loves that spot, man. We did, you know, that, vibe in that San Diego. Room. We did a bunch of. We did. We played almost every night while we were there, but just you know, hour out, two hours out, you know, all around there. Then stayed at the same place behind the doll hut. And you got out, but you didn't. Yeah, you were stuck. I got stuck there. Uh, our buddy James Honeycutt was with us too, and uh, he he had flown back home to Washington State. And Reverend had already taken off back here, and he was driving, and I was supposed to fly back to Colorado, and my can't, flight got canceled. So I was there, like, I think two extra days. No, it was just a day. Or something. Your flight went out the next day. I was like, why are you? He goes, I don't know. And then he called me and goes, oh, there's a blizzard in uh, yeah, it was a blizzard. Uh, in Denver. I go, oh, fuck it. Yeah, there's snow. I was like, oh, man, we're still snow. Everything, they're keeping me here. And then you found out it had nothing to do with COVID. Yeah, it was just the it, snow. Yeah, I was like, man, it's kind of not a bad gig. I got and some even good friends your here. Your flight and, still went. The yeah. next day, COVID and blizzard, yeah, and it still flew out. Still flew out. That's crazy. The next yeah. day, well, hey, but let's it, do this. I'm gonna go take a piss. Y'all start setting up. You can finish your thought if no, I interrupted no, no. you. Oh, we already. Set and then you guys set. Well, I just want to finish this walking story before you take a piss. Let's do that. Do then. it. Do it. Yeah, go ahead. 
So the part about you getting lost. Uh, oh, what? No. no, well, before we played, you know, you said the people started chanting our name and this, this uh, couple from Spain fucking threw a Texas flag over the fucking ah, railing right in front of us. Yeah. And, that, was, uh, that was cool. We started yeah. playing, then we did Fallen Heroes, the whole front row was there, everybody's crying. And fucking Were they singing along with yeah. all that stuff? Yeah, there was a yeah. lot Dude, of Whiskey Dick crazy. t-shirts up front. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of wild. Whiskey Dick. So I want to I ask you a question that might be a little sensitive. And it, it's just something I wondered because of, of that part of the world sees things a little differently. Oh, yeah. Y'all's imagery, well, not really the imagery, but like we have a sticker on the door that has a... a uh, you know, oh, yeah. a rebel flag. Uh, that is not a rebel flag. It's a well, foe. It's a foe, a rebel foe flag. But you know, it was kind of playing yeah. around. Did anybody I love that sticker, by the way, at those festivals Fritz. take that up? Do have y'all been over you, there and people you know, uh, waving those flags around because they view it a little different, in, right? In Spain, than they we love do. it down there in Spain. Well, which they, is, they, they take it as just, just strange oh, to us. They take it as a, being a rebel. Yeah, you know, like they rebel, don't see the rebel, rebel see social the dark shit. side yeah. of a rebel things. as as being uh, like you know, not living you know between the you know the white picket fence and the house and all that. You're doing things your right. way. Yeah, uh, that's what I was it's gonna the punk rock you know, thing. Like yeah. Yeah. you're in London in the Piccadilly right. Circus right. and you right. see everybody's like, and not everybody views every symbol exactly. as right. Way, you know, so it's funny because that he kind of on the same line of questioning. I was wanting to really know that too. Is like we grew up. And it, you guys used some imagery that was that when we grew up just meant, hey man, you're free, yeah, and, and it's right. about it's about just uh, being free and stuff. Right? How did how, when all this stuff started hitting the fan, the wokeness, all the wokeness oh, and stuff? Yeah. Did y'all have any backlash well, at all anywhere? Well, somebody, you know, one, somebody actually we used to write something. I was like, I'm not going to write something like you listen to our songs. There's nothing yeah. about it. So like, and we, everybody knows what we're playing. Everybody knows who we are. We've done enough things where if you don't, if you're going to throw Make up something in your own head. Yeah. Don't come to our fucking. Don't come. Don't, don't listen come. to us or don't come. Well, see, yeah, it's because funny. none of the songs are. Well, mean, that's no, the thing. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Is I've I have been approached about you guys before, right? And it, my line is this: I know those guys personally, and I know there's not a racist bone in either one of them. There's not any kind of agenda in any one of them. All they're doing is doing them. Yeah, that's kind of how I've always replied to yeah. that, yeah. and. And if to the me, imagery, you know, of people, if that hurts people's feelings, we stop using it, you know? Yeah. So we're not it about did, hurting people's feelings, you know? I think that means more to people that what you just said, Johnson, than anything. Is you're like, hey, if we're going to hurt people's feelings, yeah. let's stop doing it. Yeah, yeah, like if I'm wearing a green shirt and you're offended by a green shirt, right. I will do my it's best same, to not the, wear The a thing green that's shirt. funny, it's the that's same conversation you, you have. I've seen you in a full green outfit. <laughs> I've had before. the same conversation about Don. I'm like, dude. I've met Dom, had conversations with him, heard him talk to him and stuff, and hung out with him and stuff. I've never—he's not a racist at all, man. Yeah. That guy's fucking an open mind, is what yeah. he is. Yeah. He just loves some of the music and culture that came out of where he was born. Right. It's the same type of thing. It's like uh, it's it's a hard thing to explain to people. And I well, I you say look people. at Skinner, you look at Molly Hatchet, right, exactly. you look at Tom Petty. Yeah. Right, they've all used it somewhere right. in their catalogs or something yeah, because I mean, they're all southern. They're all Dixie have you guys bands. ever been shunned? Little John, of some little John used like to that? wear an outfit of it. Uh, somebody tried, but I uh, was like, I just shut him down. Yeah, because yeah. because then he asked, he, then he asked, oh, you know where I can get cocaine? I go, then what's offensive? <laughs> yeah. Well, you have told. I remember. I remember right. talking with you, Johnson, several times about how you didn't like some of the crowds that were talking about on Facebook showing up to some of your shit that you didn't want any part of. 
And that's what I felt like telling people. It's like, you don't understand. Like, I've talked to Johnson before, and uh, he he, he likes a cool – you didn't even like it when bikers, patched guys would show up to our shows for a while. You're like, Mm -hmm. I don't want any part of that. And it's steadfast days. And I was like, there's nothing – like, they're doing exactly what they should be doing. And they're they're just being real. Yeah. And uh, all we do is just try to show love, right? You know, and in this world, you you, you meet it's so you, weird. You, you meet people. It's like too. a ticket. It's so like, it's such a weird place right there's, now. There's, like there's certain handshakes people give you, then they'll give it to you, and you're like, whoa! And there's like a, like a lightning bolt shank, and I didn't know what it was for a long time, but it's like this weird lightning bolt. Sh- you know, it's a regular thing, but they. When they put the finger in there, they're get, you're supposed to do it. If you do Secret it back, sign. it's the uh, double uh What is S's. that like? It's the double S's. Well, I didn't know oh, for a long time. Really? But once I started figuring that, once I knew what it was, I would tell them, like, I'm not that way, man. Yeah. This world's too big. You know what's weird? I, I try to talk I to shake. people and say, hey, life's too I short for this. You know, as I, yeah. I don't, we don't, we don't, we don't live that That's way. That's the Mason thing. And oh, is it? A lot of times I open Always people's minds that. up. That's a good Never thing. I knew man. that. So that's what we, that's what we try to thing. do. We just show love, you know. And the uh, same, by the way, the same thing like, has happened to us. We, we've been called how many close. things? We've been called neo Nazis. We've been called whatever, <laughs> and we don't I mean, even. We're not even. We've in got a letters from Westboro Baptist Church. We've gotten, so it's great. Oh, how we're satanic. People. We've got we've gotten letters from we, we like everybody like uh, libtards think that we're whoa, too whoa, whoa, whoa. lib libbies libiots libiots <laughs> think we're too right wing and then right wing people think we're too left wing right, and that's yeah. just I I I take that's that the problem as, with sitting on the fence yeah. I take no, well I think that's a good thing we're just open minded guys that hang out with people that are open minded and, yeah. and well like you know, know that's the, like that's the same our, with us look too. I right. support abortion and I love guns yeah. Our first album was called. And I want my gay I, friends to be married. Yes, my gay friends should go through the same torture I'm going through. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like our first album that we released in 2005 was called Rebel Flags and Whiskey. You know, like all right, we, some good songs on that. That's, right, a, that's, a, but, that's a great correctly? fucking yeah. album. But we, we're not going to use the imagery. But we're not going to change the title of that song because that you know we're not going to hide anything. We're not going to act like we never did anything. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of people yeah. they will yeah. hide like oh and be something and I'm like dude you used to, you did the same thing right and they you know and they're like oh no I'm like yeah we're not gonna Was hide it from it Skinner and, basically re re did all the art on all their uh, uh, back catalog yeah, yeah. Right. they did take everything and, off. well that's so fine all off, that's yeah. fine but I was like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna we're not gonna change Molly Hatchet album might name. have two I don't think I don't I think, like I think it was like, both of them actually I think but. both of them took. Like they redid all their artwork when yeah. they reissued stuff, and yeah. when they started putting it digitally, they redid all right. their artwork. But with our, with yeah. what we're lucky about too is, uh, I'm not even saying lucky, just just being us. You know, a lot of the uh, people we've been uh, part of the bands are in are uh, are black too. So they know, yeah. not, you know. So we don't have a problem. If someone did want to say, we have plenty of people say, no, they're not. Yeah, you know. And we released a, uh, uh, we did a. An acoustic rap song with Dave Green back in 2010. Yeah, you know, and uh, it's a badass song. And when he and we're still good friends, and he hit us up, he's like, "Man, because I'm black, uh, I like uh, Hank Williams Jr. I wear right. Levi's and I drink Jim Beam." I go, you had me at Jim Beam. <laughs> and we went to the studio and laid out the song in three hours. Man, I had a fucking blast. You know, I think sometimes it's people just, are just blind. Like the, the, this tribalism that's going on right now is nothing but destruction, and it's refreshing when you, like you guys, 
don't want to toot our own horns, but like us, like I love hanging out with like-minded people that don't give a shit about any of that shit. Let's just be real. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of the persona that y'all have kept the whole time. And well, you that, haven't. It, I, it's, it's, a lot of times it's just sad. To, you're right, Matt. I love guns. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go pee. Y'all get set up. <laughs> Did, are you done with your That made Hawkins? you go pee? Yeah. <laughs> for people to I want to hear y'all play some live. So much emotion over a symbol <laughs> is sad. Uh there's a lot more stuff in life than to, a piece of cloth is not uh, racist. People are. Exactly. That's what it is. It's the mentality. So. And that's why, that's uh, back to my original question that started all this was like, you know, the Europeans see it a little different. They don't yeah. know the whole history of it or how uh, deep it's affected. Yeah. They don't, you know, well, they don't know the, the US. negative ways. It's they don't know the used. negative right. ways, but they just, like you said, they show it as a symbol of. Of of being a rebel, right. but of, of fighting against the, the man the, or fighting yeah. against that flag the government. was for a battle flag. Was supposed to be a battle flag. Yeah, and if you if you just think about as a person, it's crazy that Spain took okay. it. Okay, if you think about it as a person, uh, and you're fighting in this war where people are poor, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, do you think that when you're poor, you're gonna just fight for uh, to keep slaves when you can own them? No. They're, usually people fight when they feel like their their rights are being taken. Right. You know. Well, and, the, and so, technically, the Civil War wasn't just about slavery. Right. That was a big deal. And the actual, there was a lot of shit the that happened flag in the Civil is, War that was being white and blue. About. You know, the battle flag is Yeah, the battle different. flag is different. But, you know, I'm okay with it. You know, if, if it hurts people, fuck it. I don't give a shit. I, I'm not going to – that's not something I'm going to fight for. Well, hey, the thing is, though, the, you know? the fact that you guys like, – like I said a while ago, man, the fact is, you know what? If someone's getting upset that, by this, we're, we're going to stop doing it. That's the thing that people want. Yeah. I think just – man, uh, I think – the the bands that are really creating stuff that's helping society are like y'all. It's like okay, I've I've done the same thing. I've been like, man, I wrote this lyric, but is this gonna really help things or is this gonna hurt things? You well, got to take that into consideration. No, no, and the fact that you not did it, well, yeah, maybe not with lyrics, but the fact that you guys took that into consideration, I think, means the world more than the rest of it. It's like it's just like uh, it's it's uh. I think it shows respect that you guys are like, you know what? We have told you this is what I, we're about. We're going to do and say whatever the fuck we want because that's what we believe in. That's our true nature. But if there are some people that might be having weird feelings about something they see or do or whatever or, or a name of a CD or whatever, then you know we'll start thinking about that. Yeah. That alone – Speaks volumes, right. I think. Well, and to all our British fans that are listening on uh, BBC Good Radio night, Two, we want to tell them because sorry, that's Australia. They tend to simulcast our show. We want to tell them that their flag was also flown over a prison colony. For when are you guys so going to go to Australia? <laughs> that's what I want to know. Well, yeah, you're going to do because you know they're going to eat y'all up well, when you go we, there. We right? I will of, document yeah. that we shit too. Merch there too. It's just, we have listeners there. So. Yeah. yeah. The, Sweet. the visa, World Cup. The visas awesome. are a little hard. The visas are hard oh, in Australia. It's like uh, they're hardcore on the COVID it, shit too, you right know. Now. Oh, but yeah. Australia visas are hard too. Just like uh, England's a little easier, but you got to pay for those licensing fees and all that because they, they'll just it's turn you around. It's expensive to get to well, Australia. The problem right. is Australia really? is, is a 
from even from and bands the, that have zillions of dollars to tour Australia, right? They say it's a pain in the ass right. because I thought that was Canada that you, was a pain in the ass. Really Melbourne, do. Sydney, and then you, if you fly you, you, all the way over to Perth, right? Yeah, it's That's a, it. It's a pain in the, the ass. The best like, thing it's to do is, is the best thing to do is like if you go over for like two weeks and you do uh, more than one show in the same. Place. And like bands, bands like Zealand. bands like us, yeah. we can do and that. Then you, Big then bands, then you can like fly over to Perth or whatever. So y'all done? Have y'all done Canada? No, because I've heard that I'm not. I cannot be accepted into Canada. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, you probably. Wait, wait, we're working wait. on it. We're, we're working on it. We're yeah. sending some paperwork because we don't can know. Y'all go to Canada? I bet y'all would be. I, I we, got, don't, we don't know yet. Yeah, we're we're, we're working we're gonna, on that. We got the information. Submit the application. So we yeah, we're sending the application over. Here's the problem, you guys. If you can, I'm gonna go pee, and y'all start setting and up. Do it. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to them, and I'll, I'll fill the air while too. they're getting ready. But you go to uh, Vancouver, yeah, and uh, that area, you'll never come back. Oh right, yeah. I didn't want to come back. I was yeah. trying to uh, figure out a way to not stay get back there. on the boat, yeah, and just stay there. Yeah, it's it's fucking beautiful. The, it's the, so the people, awesome. The people there too are more receptive and more appreciative. They're the sweetest people in the world. Yeah. They're like everybody. I, well, my aunt lived in Vancouver forever. I'm not sure if she's still alive. Oh, yeah. None of us know. Like me and my brother yeah. have no idea. Well, bless her if she is. I don't know. <laughs> but um, Vancouver's amazing. Yeah. Uh, the um, little uh, Victoria Island or Victoria is fucking beautiful. I, if I could live anywhere. Yeah. That's where I live. Never, we've been right on the border, but never been across it. Uh, that's partly due to me and some of my history with the law here in Texas. But That's the problem. Yeah. We've had a lot of friends that have had good jobs, doing good things, and their job required them going to Canada, and they were let go. Yeah. Because Canada is fucking strict on They're shit. They're hardcore, yeah. They are really hardcore. Yeah. Mexico. And have you ever done Mexico? No, we haven't. And I've, that's another one I'd love to because, you know, the surrounding, you know, it's like the, we're right there. Uh, and Well, I'm and not, y'all y'all have an old bro that yeah. has a place in Cozumel. Right. Has a bar in Cozumel. Yeah. You go set up shop down there and do a I, I residency. Might not want to come back from that one. That's another thing. <laughs> Cozumel's pretty nice. Yeah. But no, we've never done Mexico. Uh, and honestly... All we've got left for the states is uh, Alaska, Hawaii, and Rhode Island, and then we've hit all of the states. So, how did y'all not roll through Rhode Island? You know, it's just one road in and one road out, and uh, it kind of is, and it's kind of, kind of not a, a whole lot of places to play. I don't think, but. Uh, we do have some friends from up that way, but they say there's some spots nowadays. But Alaska's yeah. amazing. Yeah, and we had a tour book for Alaska uh, one year. I thought y'all were setting up guitars. That, that one, we, that one fell apart, and we never made it over there. So hopefully, one day soon we'll get to hit the northern <laughs> continents. There we go. So oh, here we go, Matt. Uh, yes, while sir? they're getting everything set up, and they want to play some tunes, you got a Q and A for me. I have a Q&A for you. Um, the final Whiskey Dick show of 2022. Do you know when it is? Uh, next week. It is this Friday at Broncos. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Heck yeah. Uh, Downbeat's 9 o'clock. 
At Broncos? Yeah. Yeah, Daddy might have to show up for that. That might be a little reunion. Good food. There's another show on Friday that I'm going to go to and check out, but it's super fucking early. Like, it's it's from 5 to 8. And then I may... My my goal is to go see this and then haul ass. I don't really need to haul ass. I'll just come see you guys at Broncos <laughs> and hang out because I haven't hung out Broncos in forever. Who's playing with y'all? Uh, just the, us. just y'all yeah. the whole night. Hell Do they yeah. still have the nachos with the triple dip? Oh yeah. Okay, that's all I'm in. I'm yeah, in we, for it. Oh yeah, the nachos. Is the ownership the same? The gym. Yeah, yeah is Ron, it still. Oh Ron yeah, still has still it. Ron? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Fuck and, you know, yeah. The beginning, you know, we, we just. We keep doing you would say that's one of your home bases, right? Yeah, yeah we, definitely. We cut our teeth in there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he, he helped us out a lot uh, with paid gigs when we first started. When we were, you know, yeah. we were three nights a week. Yeah. Fucking know. Ron, man. And, yeah, he's a good dude. Uh, I fell asleep yeah, one, one, one night. One, I remember one night talking to Trevor, and I had taken some substances <laughs> and was in the middle <laughs> Wait, of a conversation a with Trevor night. and just freaking laid my head down on the table. And next thing I know, John's just like, he's okay, he's okay. He just took me outside and kind of <laughs> left me there. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm being asked what I'm drinking. I want to oh, yeah. oh, yeah. throw this out here. It looks like squirt, right here. squirt whiskey. Mellow it looks corn. like squirt whiskey. It's called Mellow Corn. Mellow Yellow. So here's the deal. If you are in a, any of the whiskey groups or uh, whiskey places, everybody touts... About this, this is a twenty-dollar bottle of whiskey called Mellow Corn. It's a corn whiskey, straight corn whiskey. They say it's one of the best whiskeys ever. We popped it open earlier and tasted it. It's smooth as shit. And people say this is smells um, gnarly. Smells like what your uncle drank before he came and had you. Yeah. Dance in his lap. Yeah. A lot of people here, say, <laughs> like, like we're not sponsored by this, but there's a lot of people that will do taste test, and this will win over uh, Poppy Van Winkle. Yeah, that's um, your impressive. Eagles Rare. You're like, like this is fucking good shit, and it's twenty bucks a bottle, and I happened upon a bottle today. How did you just happen? I went to a buy a bottle for my boss for uh, Christmas, Christmas festivities. You know, it's like you know. Suck up to him. Yeah. Even though I'll probably give him the ball and then kick him in the balls. But um, I saw that sitting on the shelf. I was like, how the fuck does Specs have this right now? And they had six bottles. And I was like, all right, I'm going to grab one because everybody keeps talking about how great it is. And I wish I would have bought all six of them because this shit. You're a fan. Is amazing. It's great. This tell, is so, tell, the tell, flavor is so great. Tell them what you got into a couple of weeks ago with the, the trash can corn. gin, the tra- the the trash tub gin, what? and squirt. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm over here. drinking. That's his new drink. London, he thinks it's awesome. London dry gin yeah. or any gin that's and not squirt. too, you know, doesn't taste like too a dry. like a like a cedar closet. Yeah, <laughs> and squirt, and it's fucking amazing. Yeah, squirt, squirt can do a lot. Of, you can make an orange whip with skirt. You can, you can, you can. See, why you got to go to seas? You know, though. you know, three orange, orange whip, Look. orange whip, three orange whips. You can make that with if some it squirt ain't squirting, right I don't want it. No, what are y'all gonna do? What what song are y'all gonna do? Is anyone are y'all gonna play mine? My request, or are y'all just gonna stick to the new releases? Request that Oh, do we have a capo in here? I believe I might it's all right. One it's okay. Mine's in the house. Well, y'all do a tune. Whatever y'all want to, let's do it. 
Whiskadoo. Ladies and gentlemen, Whiskadoo. You got one picked out you wanted to do? I don't know, you want to do a new one or an old one? You pick an old one. Pick an old one. Yeah. He's going to have to look at his phone. <laughs> look at Spotify. What did we write back then? <laughs> do a medley. Do a, do a really old one. You know, like River hey, do you know what? Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. the room is yelling new stuff. Hi, oh, Becky. everybody wants to hear something Hi, new. Becky. New stuff. New stuff. Okay, then here, let's, uh, let's give them uh, a little taste of how we feel, friends. Like a WTF. A little WTF. Oh, okay. There's a new unreleased song. Well, hello, how you doing? Oh, help me, I'm doing all right. Pass me down that bottle, cause I'm drinking alone tonight. If you don't like what I'm saying, does it look like I give a fuck? This ain't no game I'm playing, I came here to fuck shit up. Sometimes it just feels good to say, hey, what the fuck? And if hearing that word turn to end up bird, you get your feathers fluffed. I got something for you here, have a few, you fucking fucking fuck. Well, it ain't my fault, you're a sensitive fucker, you motherfucking fuck. Yeah, don't mind me, I'm an old motherfucker from around the fucking way And it tickles me pink, I know you think you can tell me what the fuck to say So if you are offended here, have another cup When that was low, just let me know and I'll fill it the fuck back up Yeah, don't mind me, I'm an old motherfucker from around the fucking way And it tickles me pink to know you think you can tell me what the fuck to say So if you are offended here, have another cup When that was low, just let me know and I'll fill it the fuck back up Free refills I guess it's just your shitty luck Cause it ain't my fault You're a sensitive fucker You motherfucking fuck No, it ain't my fault You're a sensitive fucker You motherfucking fuck Fine, period Very nice. Very. That nice, was a guys. perfect show for, yeah. per- perfect song for this show. Yeah, that was a good, good one for the kids. So for the children, man. Yeah, hell we yeah. We told you to put the kids to bed. We told you <laughs> yeah. to, uh, you know. So I don't know if we can talk about this on the show, but someone is going to throw it out there. The Epiphone endorsement. Oh yeah. What man. the what the hell happened with that? They just so, out of nowhere they started contacting you guys about sporting their their stuff. Or? No, I was on a mission. He you wanted a, it. Yeah. Wanted, you know, growing up. I'm, Endorsement deals were just so cool, you know, reading magazines and stuff, you know. Just like the uh, the fucking uh, Marshall stacks all the way to the ceiling. Right, all the way around, right. You know, those kind of 
Dreamland worlds, you know. So I, uh, I really wanted an endorsement deal. I wanted to know what that felt like. So, so would you just started messaging him and calling him twenty four seven? Yeah, then or? I found. Yeah, then I found some people that were part of the Epiphone people, and then say, "Hey, because I was playing Epiphones too, mm-hmm. you know." And uh, so finally got they invited us to Nam, so we went to Nam and then brought uh, our homemade press kits and shit. Yeah, you know, working that stuff, and uh, it was pretty funny too. This bar we went to, uh, and. Uh, California there we played there earlier that year and the whole bar remembered us and they're like oh, we weren't playing oh yeah you need the guys to play your back yeah you know and that was pretty fucking rad and uh when I when we got back from Nam, I think the uh the guy that invited us and then he sent us to the people for the A&R rep so did you did you guys have a you had a strings endorsement too no, for a while didn't you you we didn't you just got put on a name yeah. or like on a ad or something no was no, that what no it was strings. no Never. we we got a, a capo endorsement oh really Kaiser yeah but we can't t- we, weren't, we're, we, we didn't want to talk about it yeah. because they're a Christian company, what? company. Uh, Wait, the they wanted did. you to use their stuff yeah, they they to help them they, sell product but they, they didn't want they you they made to. us like fucking 20 capos for free with their band name on it yeah they're really good, you know. I mean, but they wanted it on the hush hush because they didn't yeah, want to. Because they think they would lose customers because they're a Christian company. Well, right. dude, Johnson, I told you at some but, point your devil worship was yeah. going to catch you in the ass, man. <laughs> I mean, even the Christian that school damn pentagram on his head, <laughs> shaved into his head, right? But, uh, didn't y'all once do a Christian band? Like, weren't y'all in? There was a time where Johnson and I were on a snowboard guys. trip, and we had, <laughs> were under some weird pressure and thought about doing a rap metal Christian band. <laughs> but just, what, it was going to be called yeah. Slip Disc. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Oh, yeah, man. but uh, he fortunately was like, "This isn't going to work." <laughs> so, but. That being said, though, like you guys are pretty like in tune with spirituality. Like yeah. I can tell, like you, especially him. He always has been. When's He's the last time like, y'all aligned your chakras? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I did it uh, two weeks Maybe ago. Maybe yesterday morning. Grams of penis envy. Yeah, it was yesterday morning no. after we ate the Hooters wings. I tell you a funny story go. about <laughs> Apache too and Johnson. One, oh, I hadn't heard from him in strong. a while. Like. Three or four days, and all of a sudden, I get a call for. I, I text him, called him, everything. Johnson's like, "I've had the devil's wings around me." Oh yeah, that, <laughs> I was like, "Do you need I, me to come over?" He's like, dude. "No, don't come over." I was like, "Well, you just tell me when you want." And this went on for a while, and I was like, yeah. "What the fuck happened? You were cool at Bronc? I think it was Broncos, yeah. wasn't it?" And then all of a sudden, I don't hear from you for five days, and all of a sudden, you're Mister Spiritual Indian Man. <laughs> He's like, well, uh, yeah, me and uh, James, we got some stuff given to us, like some peyote <laughs> extract. And I was like, well, well. Oh, y'all went to spirit world. No, yeah, he goes, they, I thought it was a shot. They went beyond the spirit world. Yeah, he just did a shot of it. Pull that mic up to you. So I didn't know what to do, so I did a whole shot of it. Like an actual shot, and uh, it was like way. Yeah, <laughs> I'll like never ridiculous. forget that. It's fun when drugs come with no instructions. Yeah. He, like, he, how much am I supposed to take? What am I supposed to do with he this? He performed an exorcism on Apache. Yeah. <laughs> and the fucked up thing I was, I was calling him Damien. I didn't realize who Damien was. So I was like, oh, that's the devil's son. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. There were some crazy. Some doors got Jesus. open there, man. And uh, 
Yeah. Wasn't when there? do you do the hardcore hallucinogenics? Like, do when is, you need a soul wiping? You're like, okay, I, well, I feel like I need to do. It. You need to align your shock, or do you just do it when it's around? <laughs> well, I, I like doing it by myself because I can get through my own brain and shit. Right. Fight those demons, You've always so. been that way too. Man. So, but yeah, well, I mean, if I can find it, you know, because if I get it, it's gone. Right. <laughs> Like it's just not. So it's not a spiritual thing as much as a it recreational a, well, thing. Just, no, it's not recreational. I do it for spiritual cleansing, right? You know, I release a lot of demons. Do you ever just come to the point like where, like, let's say you're on the road and you're like, man, I could reset and I really could use a good trip yeah, to wipe it that. out. I just did that. Yeah, to help. To do that. you feel yourself like? Like I'm getting angry, I'm getting dark, no, I so know, I need to reset. I need to know because I'll, you know, my brain's going, you know, like depression, all that. I need to reset everything and right figure things out in my head. You know, like so much shit goes in my brain because, uh, especially with mushroom, mushrooms, good ones. You know, have you done it in a controlled people. setting with a therapist and stuff too, or you just pretty much do it on your I, own? I, I and think like, I'm gonna... a therapist. I mean, last time uh, I did it, Mozart was there. Consider the Florida yeah. John at a festival of therapists. <laughs> no, but that works for people like Johnson. You but, know, uh, yeah, he's no, always been that way. Totally One, I'll tell you a funny story. Johnson and I were kicking around the idea of uh, being in a band. I was in a Christian band playing bass. And he's like, hey, man, come over. Let's get high and stuff. My parents are out of town. Remember when your parents would go out of town and uh, Baker's parents yeah. would go out of town and just go back and forth? And basically, we just party all summer is what right. we'd end up doing. And one night on a Sunday afternoon, John's like, hey, man, come over here. Let's get high, man. Uh, I was like, all right. I went over there. And there was a guy that was in the basement with a string attached to his tongue holding it out. And I was like, what is he doing? He's like, oh, man, he's on acid, dude. I am too, man. And he's like, and then. And wait, then, wait, wait, wait. Stop, stop, stop. stop no, stop. it gets better. How and did then, you get that far out he thought on he was acid his tongue, so he kept that he tied a string around he his he tongue? He, d- he thought yeah. he was going to swallow it. It was paranoid. It was basically paranoia. But yeah. then Johnson's like, hey, man, did you like that weed you just smoked? I was like, I did enjoy that weed I just smoked. He's like, that's got PCP in it. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> with them. And I immediately go to the mirror and start grabbing my face and grabbing and stuff. That's and how I, I got thinking. fucked over. And I had to I was be. Joking the thing me. that's funny, though, is <laughs> oh, he it, knew. Oh, it didn't really? He knew that I Mine had to did. be back <laughs> at my parents' house at like 5 o'clock yeah. to have a family dinner. He's like. I was like, what am I going to do, man? He goes, you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was just joking with him. Yeah, dude, th- th- those times were so wild. It was like, it was. It, there were so many things that I saw, like a man holding his tongue with a string that, I, that I've carried with my whole life and, and told my daughters about, like, hey, look out what you do, because I've been at a party where there was people holding their tongues out. With strings because they were tripping so hard. There's a there's a good story that ha- has stuck with me about Apache that I don't think I can say on the show. Well, we'll talk is it about the it drag afterwards. point, the drag show, the drag show. No, it was being either in your back seat or your back seat driving home oh, from Broncos. No. Here we go. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. The, and leaning up over your shoulder, being like, like, don't hit all the bumps, man. I'm gonna come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it was like <laughs> we could go. We could do a whole show about James and Apache. Oh, yeah. yeah, we could do a whole show about shenanigans at Broncos. Anyway, the, we totally back, could. Back to what I was totally talking about, though. Hallucinogenics has been a pretty good part of your life. Yeah, for that, yeah. for forever. Well, yeah. Since I've met you, because it really it really helps me. I, 
I can, it humbles me. Mm-hmm. I can look around at the, the motherfuckers in this chat room. Where I'm an asshole about. <laughs> and you, you know, yeah. And it helps me change that or, or appreciate more things. I, I look, think. I look around and realize what my wife's done and not noticing. Like, damn, I need to say something because. Makes you more empathetic to other yeah. people's feelings and stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've noticed that too with weed and hallucinogenics. And it's funny that. You and I and Fritz and and Dustin, we we were all nuts growing up doing that stuff. But now they're starting to find that it actually is therapeutic right. and it can help people. PTSD. Well, not when, not the way we take it. No, I think that's not therapeutic. I don't know, man. Well, well, I think too, it's just great, like it's just know? like what Johnson was saying. He doesn't necessarily go to a controlled environment and does it with a therapist, but he gets the same thing out of it. He, he, of it. He gets the reset button. Yeah. And I think it's important for people to know that that is available and should be utilized. Like, pe- I'm so pro that uh, as, as many soldiers that we've had that have come back and seen so many crazy well, – like, we've gone through 20 years of warfare. There's some, there's, some, there's some guys here and women here that need help. And I think it's one of the cool things about what's happened to our government and and our pharmaceuticals in the last few years is they've kind of opened up to like maybe there's something into that Johnson cat tripping his balls off because he walks they out of it you a better for a study? man. You know, well they probably could. <laughs> Wait, hold on. And the ridiculous thing is this shit just grows naturally. Yeah, right. You know, and like and they they fucking made it where research is fucking unavailable for years. Which is stupid, so... Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of researchers that have even come out and said, like, shit that happened in the Bible could have happened off natural oh, stuff yeah. that people were yeah. eating and yeah. doing. But and they, they were more into seeing visions right. and stuff. Right. And right. a lot of stuff, you know, that really, like, we have DMT. Shit was real we have good D- DMT implanted in our body, too. Right. And then, you know, DMT is like a whole other uh, level. Like yeah, fifteen minutes. They, that's exactly what they say is the release of DMT. It's like a nightmare, like it's a reset button, and it helps people. If yeah. it, and, and there are some people that have to do it in a controlled environment, but there's some people right. like Johnson that knows what he's doing and goes and does it and makes himself better. Right. And I yeah. think that that's is a product of the of of something that's well, been good lately. So a lot of people have trouble. Uh, uh, not being in control of themselves, right? And that's hard for a lot. I think of people. it's all of us. So uh, I, you get him loose one, at Lola. That's the that one thing. Like, fucking loses his shit. With the hallucinogenics, because all the egos go away. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't have any control of that anymore. So that helps. Stone yeah. says still has a pretty big ego. On mushrooms, <laughs> I mean. um, what we got in the, the chat, chat room. room? So oh yeah. So James is in here now. All right, here we go. He wants to know about the race car. I'm supposed to ask you about a race oh, car. Oh, yeah. What was this oh. race car? Well, I, I was... Same night. Uh-oh. Same, same, same night, night. Where, where, I, lost, where I lose okay. my mind. And, where he's doing the exorcism. Exorcism. <laughs> and then Peter, Paul, and Mary came So, and wait. Say, hold on. Just a second. So, James has no demons in him whatsoever anymore. No, they've all been You pulled them all out? I pulled them all out. You pulled them all out. The red okay. has canceled them out. They're all canceled. I pulled them out. Okay. We're fucking... I mean... Finally get over this whole fucking exorcism. Just got it over it, you know, finally. I mean, after I found out that I can't make a, a whole two liter of Sprite float. <laughs> Which is insane. <laughs> you know, okay. Just so you don't the have the force. I didn't have no. the force. Not well, that night. Well, it, no, it was over. I was like, okay. But then the fucking door knocks at like eight o'clock. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then I look at the people and no one's there. I'm like, what the fuck? And I open the door. 
And there's this fucking race car in the driveway. I'm like, what the fuck? Is that real? What the fuck's going on? And it's one of those, like, uh, beer promotional six-foot uh, uh, race NASCAR. car. NASCAR. Yeah. It, was, it was a Dale right. Earnhardt Jr. fucking car. And okay. So, so it was James, a Lewis Hamilton just hanging out. So me out. and James yeah. start going out there. And we're like, what the fuck? And we start touching it. Like, <laughs> is this real? Is this real? And then my neighbors roll down their fucking windows and start laughing. Like, hey, you want it? I'm like... Sure, they don't know that we're fucking yeah, their right. Balls off. Is this to the people across the street? Yeah, the people yeah. across the street. <laughs> oh my gosh, we have so many stories about that. And I was they were like, always telling people where to park. Yeah. Let me ask you, go to the house, Johnson. Do you remember when you had Josh as a roommate, and you and I would get fucked up and play golf around the whole? And Wait. one night, one night, we'd play wiffle ball golf like late, late, and competitively. He he. Johnson is a competitive man. Used to be. No, he still is. I, I guarantee you. I've missed the days of he, playing golf with you guys. So, so Johnson and I are playing an intense round of golf. Then we get fucked up and start think like daring his roommate at the time <laughs> to go over and start shining a flashlight in 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 the Nate and the people across the street. This is when Steadfast was jamming. This over is not me place. daring. This is the the devil over here that tries to end. Uh, see what people will do. I, I, how might, far you, I might have been involved in it. You know, he tells all these stories, and I've come to the conclusion yeah. that he's the one anyway, that he's instigated with. The that next thing we know, this asshole, we look up, and this asshole's got a full on mag light just going, hey, hey, hey. And me and Johnson are like, well, shit. And we just continue our golf game. <laughs> then, they, we regularly had the cops come over while we're jamming out. Our, our jam rooms. Smells like every drug known to mankind, and they'd be like, "Yeah, we're just outside hanging out, you know, just seeing what's going on." And we like the jams and stuff. Thought we'd come and say hi. <laughs> that always would freak Johnson and I. I'd be like, "I don't want to. I'm staying here forever." I remember one night, uh, John Lewis and I pulled up in front of y'all's in front of your house and parked. Knew you guys were jamming. Y'all were working out prison sex. The tool song. Oh, yeah, we're yeah, gonna yeah. cover up prison sex. Did it awesome. And the we were standing time. outside listening for a while, and we're like, "How the fuck are these guys getting away with this? Like, how are the neighbors not going? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. just going? Well, we stopped full at ball nine because he partied with all of them. And we stopped at nine nine thirty. The only time we, we got tried the to cops cut it really co- co- called one time was when we said, "Let's get the cops called at four o'clock in the morning." Yeah, we did had worked. a habit. We did that a couple of times actually, yeah, but we always stopped at a decent time. Is that how y'all got Sam in your pocket? So. I just out of curiosity, is that how Sam got in your pocket? I have no idea where Sam came from, but okay, I didn't know if he was one but, of the ones that came over there. It's like okay, you I guys remember are cool. one night. I remember one night after one of our shows, Johnson and I had a bad habit of after we'd get done playing, inviting the whole bar over to the jam house. And one night, I'm sitting there. I bet y'all have had this happen a few times since then. I'm sitting there like I would get in social anxiety and just go to the the. The garage. That's generally where I would hang out after our shows. Would be in the garage, and I'd play with dog shit. Remember, and just remember. just sit there and hang out. And Johnson would come shit, come in and every once in a while. What the I did fuck one kind time. of confession was that? Prancer. I remember no. when I used to play with dog shit. It no. was cool. Okay, so one night Johnson and I were back there. We're out there hey, partying. With out. Thomas is in the room. He's gonna make a song. I started that. playing with this thing that I thought was a rock. And then all of a sudden, Johnson's like, "What are you playing? What are you playing with?" And I was like, 
I don't know. He's like, that's Prancer shit, man. And I was like, whoa. And I had seriously been just tossing this thing around, this shit pebble, for like 30 minutes, thinking it was it was like a stress reliever. Thomas is but in the one room. Night, that's going to be a song. One night, Johnson and I played a show, invited the whole, I don't know where it was at. We invited everybody over. There's all these people. And I would tend to get social anxiety and just go hide in my place. Well, I was like, no, fuck this. Everybody thinks you're an asshole when you do this. Just hang out and party with everybody. And this motherfucker comes out of nowhere with moonshine and, what was it, taquitos. Like, here, man, I just got out of prison like two days ago. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was was like, yeah. I was like, all right, well, okay. And I just did what he said, like started drinking his moonshine. And then he was like, you want a taquito, too, or something like that. And I ate the taquito, and I was just like, Johnson, you motherfucker. You invited this motherfucker over here. So... When all of us bands were playing around and doing all our things and, you know, whatever, we the were chaos. all doing shows together. The chaos, the chaos shows phase. we were doing. When we were all playing shows together, everybody in all the bands were cool as shit. Would hang out and talk, have fun. You know, we'd shoot the shit. We'd just oh, yeah. BS and whatever, drink and have fun. Except this fucker. <laughs> this guy over here was the one that always intimidated me. Well, I don't know why I was. He was the one that was always else. just like, "I'm not talking to anyone, and I'm going to stand over here I was by myself." Scared. And I'm like, <laughs> I was scared about what this nervous. guy was bringing over all the time. It was like, man, it was. A it was always funny. I was like, man, people, what's wrong with uh, the, you know, with steadfast lead singer? What's wrong with him? Why does he hate everybody? <laughs> Why does he hang out with us? I, didn't, I, I loved everyone. Why does he look actually? down on us? He's terrified. I was scared. That's what it was. I wanted to call mommy. <laughs> Pick me up. Terrified. Those those days were so much. Now chaos. he's on a podcast being a weirdo for ten years. <laughs> I just remember those days like it was, it was insane. But it helped me grow as a person. Like I look back all the time on those days and just remember something that you always showed me, Johnson. Is man, you always have an open arms to everyone, and you always had that uh, kind of uh, aura about you, and it's just only grown as an adult. And I remember going through these phases of like, oh, I don't want to deal with... I, I love the music we play and stuff, but man, all these people and stuff around and and just... I I think it took me a while to take a step back and say, man, Johnson had it right the whole time. You meet someone you click with and, and have a good time with and you want to enjoy it because it might not happen again, especially now, right. the way people are dropping like flies. And it's something that I've carried my whole life. Since then, I'm like, man, you always need to have that Johnson. And Dimebag did that, right. our hero. Yeah. Like, we would uh, go and see him, and just the way he accepted He would just people. show up at any show yeah. right. and just support whoever There was no was strangers. There. there was no, there strangers, no strangers. Like, hey, let's have and a there, good time for now. You know who never had a fucking posse or security guard with him pushing people yeah. away? Right, Dimebag. He would show up at hole in the wall bars and just hang out with everybody yeah. and talk and be cool. The most random spots. There was you know, no one with him. I it was ask- him. Like you know what? If, just for the fuck of it, I'm going to drive down the street. Yeah. Like I'm going to just throw this. Out. I'm going to go to Lone Star Country Club and see who's playing. Yeah. yeah. And he would show up and he would just hang out with everybody. Do you guys remember the time that I think you were there and uh, you and I went out to see Fair to Midland up, up at the Curtain Club or something? And uh, Dime showed up, and we were all upstairs with the radio people and stuff hanging out. And Dime has the the test tube of shots. Oh yeah, and he threw it in his face. He's like, 
the 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 Jaeger girl is like, "Hey, you want a shot?" And he just grabs the whole tray and throws it in his <laughs> face. And we're all like, "What the fuck?" And it's funny because Johnson and I were kids growing up in Arlington at Daddy Rocks, and yep. just some of the stuff. I, there's memories I've had of Johnson on this side and Dimebag on this side yelling at me because I fucking shit myself. I was out in the parking lot, and Johnson's like, "Get the fuck up." That's why you were scared of people. They, yeah. You had, yeah. you had, you had yeah. Hale and Dimebag yelling at you. Yeah. You were afraid so, you were going to shit But one thing, again. though, that you've always carried, Johnson, is that whole, I, ex- I don't give a fuck about your background. I don't give a fuck about anything about you except that we're here now, and it's, it's time for us to celebrate and enjoy the moment. You've always carried that around with you. Now what song are y'all going to play? <laughs> well, thank you. You're welcome. What do y'all want to play? I do y'all still do like uh, any of the more um, uh, silly songs like like Wookie Pussy? Do y'all still yeah. rip Nine that Inch out? Clitoris? Yeah. Oh and yeah. Nine Inch Clitoris. Y'all, y'all still whip that out? That one Wookie we don't. Pussy. We have to. I mean, yeah. yeah. You got to that, do that. That's, that's a legendary inch, song. It's great, song, but I didn't know if y'all because you're sitting there watching Star Wars. You're like, I've met that guy. Yeah, that's At like one of Whiskey Dick shows. That's, <laughs> that's our second most biggest, our second biggest song. Yeah. You know? So a Chewbacca was a fan. Yeah, yeah. Peter Mayhew came over yeah. and hung out. Was a fan of y'all. Oh yeah, big fan. That's come, what's fucking like silly. Is tall it, fan. Yeah. He, I saw him at one of y'all shows, yeah. and it was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's cool shit. Uh, the, so like the the new album that we got that we're working on. We didn't have any of those kind of sillier songs with the lyrics that are kind of you know playful or whatever, but novelty stuff. Yeah, yeah. But that song we just played, uh, WTF, that's going on the new album. So the new the new album we were, there was no curse words throughout any of the songs. How did you hold yourself back? I don't know. Well, we got that's like seventy five fucks in the WTF. So yeah, we, y'all we put it on one track. One song. Just, just spit it all like, out. Just like, put like, it all in this real. one fucking song and do it that way. I tell you, one of the frustrating things about you guys and, and how big y'all have gotten was that. Uh, yeah, man, I want to hear this, that, and other when y'all were starting out because yeah. Johnson has a knack of trying to grab crowds. That's why we did For Whom the Bell Tolls and and like we're like hey let's grab these people y'all had a great way of doing that with your with some of the stuff that was silly but then you'd write a song like drink my whiskey free right and i'm like that is a that's fucking, a damn good that's song that's like a bob yeah. dylan-esque type right. song that, that is a pure on drinking song yeah. that's fun like like sitting around the campfire with your a bunch song of bros writing. and just yeah. drinking your song Fritz, Period. your your lyrical content and your songwriting is li- like went from zero to a hundred, yeah. and that's when Johnson was like I don't Johnson know, tap the brakes because that speakeasy disc is fucking good. It is. Yeah, that was a a whole different writing process. Yeah, there. like doing the the whiskey dick stuff was weird for me at first because I was used to just writing lyrics that fit to you want to get a following and stuff you know and now it's now i like have to think about uh you know making like uh this part of the song stronger here yeah because there's no drums or bass you know it's like that kind of shit comes natural Mm -hmm. sometimes but not always like what is what is the process now like y'all 
We now both, that y'all been doing this for so long, how do y'all? I mean, is it like we both? I got a riff right. here. Dude. Yeah, we both write and we both bring everything to the table. Yeah, we just got a we phone just full of it, shit. Pick yeah. it apart, pick it apart, and pick it apart. And then, like, there is seriously only three instruments. There's yeah. the two guitars and your voice. Right. So building around that, it's kind of like my theory: the uh, the uh, three band. Or a three member band, yeah. yeah. Just having a band with three members is fucking amazing. Yeah, well, yeah, because I mean, it sounds more head. dynamic. It's, but, it's uh, hard to do too, though. And it is hard because you know uh, the band's got to be tight, and each person has to bring something to the table. You know, yeah, do you guys ever get hit up for hey, let me play oh, some yeah. drums for you? Oh yeah, oh yeah, or yeah. bass or whatever. Yeah. Totally. The re- the really good drummers always tell us we don't need a drummer; they get it right. Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah. uh but no, we get hit up too though, because uh, a lot of them are fans. They love to fucking lay down a drum track for us, you know. And we might do that, you know, uh, eventually, we're th- because we got a lot of friends, you know. So uh, we thought about there's some of the songs we had that we put on a Metrodome, so I know they could already just you know play to. I think one of the things too is like what he's playing is totally different from what I'm playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but it match it goes together really mm-hmm. well. And that's something, like, when we write, we've always, especially Reverend, we've always tried to do, well, we're not playing the same exact thing. So it does fill that gap. And that right. Void, and it has a fuller I sound. feel like both y'all did that, too. There was a yeah. point where Johnson just was like, I'm zoned in, and I'm going to learn as much about this instrument as possible. And I feel like you did that, too, with your vocals. Yeah. Like, when y'all started jamming together, it was like you kind of grew up together. Yeah. Uh, artistically, and it was amazing to see. It was yeah, because I've never practiced. I mean, my practice has always been on stage, playing. <laughs> yeah, know, but it, I've seen you fucking working on stuff late, yeah. several nights in a row, just because of one little catch. You can, you you think you need to play better? Oh, I I've used seen to be you do like that. that, but you know when I stopped, you changed. Well, I, you know, like our friend Jordan. You know, uh, he lives in Elia now, but like we're steadfast. And he saw Whiskey Dick. He was like, Skedfast, man, you were a fucking awesome guitar player. What the fuck happened? How'd you become, what'd you come this? Like, oh. That next level. I was like, yeah. I just stopped writing, stopped thinking about it. I just started playing from the heart. I like, I fucked thinking yeah. about it. Well, it works. Because then, I, you know, if yeah. you miss something. I now, think that's what happened now with your I writing, too, and I fucking, your singing, I'll, I'll too. I'll hit it again just because I fucking fucked up. Yeah. Right. You know, I, that's the cool thing about music. If music's perfect, it's boring. Right. I, exactly. I, I get a kick, and, and this recently happened. The last show I saw you guys at uh, over at the Rail Club uh, that night, um, Clay next door was playing with his band. You guys yeah. play. And it's a night of, night of metal bands. You know, they're up there, and there's falsetto, and it's just loud as shit. And I was there with my, uh, my friend Susie. Yeah. And she was expecting the same thing and you both guys got up there with acoustics and just ripped it to shreds and everybody loved it my and phone it, blows it's up it's what's funny you know these guys about that is because like everybody's like oh god it's gonna be another fucking metal band and it's gonna be another you know oh, right. I'm so tired of this and then you get up there and you're like whoa this is completely different and it's fun and yeah. Yeah. I get into all this and it works. It, and it's it just is good. weird how it works, man. Like in the metal community has been was you know, way better than the you know, the, the Texas country. What do you, you know, think caused shit. that? Like Well the metal community first off, I, I don't give a fuck what anybody says and we can all I'll 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 fight you for this. 
Don't fight. The metal community is way more open than any other community of musicians oh, right. that there oh, is, shoot. period. And yeah. we've opened the people up to a lot of different stuff, too, because there's metal. a lot of metalheads that are just metal that we've opened their eyes. They're like, oh, it's close. Like, I was like, there's so much music, man. You're missing. But some, it's even like, like I watched stuff. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame a couple of weeks ago, that induction with uh, uh, Judas Priest going in. Oh, yeah. And, you know, Rob Halford's like, you know, I'm the gay guy in the um, band. That's the first thing he said, you know. And it's it's one of those things like metal like was totally open to all this shit that the world is currently going through. Yeah. Decades ago. Metal we is, knew Rob metal. Halford was gay right. in the and 90s. And didn't give a shit. And right. who Rocks. gives a fuck? He's a he's, fucking badass. He's a fucking That's icon. The thing. Like it, no one cares. Never, yeah. Who gives a shit? I mean, about the music, you know, behind closed doors. The guy that fucking, uh, you know, is basically the foundation for all metal only had three fingers. No one gave a fuck. Nobody gives a shit. No one cares. (laughs) And he made some of the darkest music ever, and it was awesome. You know, it's it's one of those things. It's more of a brotherhood. There you go. (laughs) Right there, family. And they there's a there's a documentary. We've talked about this about. the uh, Vakken Open Air. No, the Vakken Open Air. Oh, yeah. And it basically talks about if you want to come to a festival where girls aren't molested, yeah. there's no you know, uh, sexual assaults. Right. There's no violence except the pit and, you know, making the wall of death or whatever, but that's not really violence. Y'all had a wall of fun. death made for y'all? But it, no. all that shit. The documentary basically says, come to a metal festival where everybody loves each other. And everybody has fun, and everybody shares everything. It's like, basically, all the metal guys and girls are hippies. Yeah. They all love each yeah. other. Yeah. It's, it's a funny. huge love fest. It's, it's funny because we've all been involved with different types of projects and stuff, but the one common bond is, like, are you a metalhead? Yes, yeah. I yes, am. Yes. I am. Yes, do you yes, like Pantera? I, I do sure like, do. Yeah, right. Yes, 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 I do. <laughs> and uh, how... It's funny because uh, I consider y'all kind of cutting edge of of blending two genres, major genres of music that sells a lot of records, which is metal, number one, and then the outlaw country stuff. And you kind of – you bring them all together. What is that? Do y'all feel a sense of responsibility about – like how does that feel? It just kind of happened. I mean, yeah, we, it, you know, the responsibility of like coming out with something new and different. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've never, I don't know if we've ever felt that because we just kind of just write doing what, what you do. We yeah. just write whatever we want. Are y'all responsible think. for Gretchen Wilson? Well, that uh, and like a lot I, of, I'm personally a lot of not songs, responsible you know, for that. Our, our <laughs> gifts, our gifts, they just come yeah. out of nowhere. You know, like somehow you opened up yourself and you received whatever song that just happened. You know, just happened. Right. You know, I think a lot of you know, like our influences still, yeah, reign. Like through. you're an R&B guy. I know. Yeah. I've heard oh, yeah. you talk to me about Motown. Oh, like, yeah. and I, I think you and I have had vocals. a conversation about Prince and yeah, oh, yeah. Johnson's <laughs> the same way, man. He'll fucking remember when I was working at the jazz station. Yeah, <laughs> what you asked me to play. He making requests for uh, uh, no, it was Barry White, wasn't it? I can't oh, yeah. remember back then. But Johnson's the same way. No, you guys have monk. this thing that you know? like. You just like to hear music, and because we're all playing the same song, right? Let's yeah. face it. Yeah. And y'all have accepted that and turned it into a really positive thing for music on the metal side and the outlaw country side. But at some point, I would think that would be. 
Burton-esque. That's what I want to know. Yeah, How do you? We've never like pigeonholed ourselves. You just keep doing what we you just, yeah. if we, we write whatever. A, if we have a soulful yeah. song, that we don't care. That's, right. That's more on the R and B flavor side of things. Fuck it. That if yeah. we're happy with it and we like it, we put it out there. You know. That's I think that's the proper about. attitude. I think that's right because you know you can get pigeonholed into a lot of shit, but as long as you're appreciating and doing. You're making the art you enjoy, right? Yeah. It's our therapy, so then it's right. going to be it's put therapy. out, and people are going to enjoy and that. If, and, if, and if someone gets something out of it, that's, that's that awesome. Too. Yeah. So, and there's always going to be, no matter what. I've, I've said this a, a, a few times on our show. Was like, even like me being a photographer and a musician, you're going to create things that people aren't going to like, right? But that's okay. Yeah, that's I mean, just right. what happens. That's art. I, I can walk through any. Major museum, we walked through the Met in New York City, and I just blew by paintings that I didn't like right. or I don't give a shit about because it just doesn't appeal to me. Right. You know, and that's, okay. that's going to happen. Right. And yeah. that's okay. That's, and that's, that's just the beauty of art, what though. art is. Right. People are going to like some stuff, they're going to hate some right. stuff. But that's it. Just create what's coming out of you and, and do it. And I think the, the humbleness of knowing that not everybody's going to like what you're doing, too. And and going into it with a mindset of this might not be for everybody, but it's making me feel, you, you know, the art you, as musicians and photographers, you know about that release that you get mm-hmm. from doing that. So we never, we've never, uh, said, well, there's a limit or a boundary to it. We're, we've always said, uh, if it feels and sounds good, then do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Fritz, you, I've I've liked y'all's first year, but the the the, the yeah. other sixteen, I don't right. horrible, <laughs> you know, horrible. Yeah. So <laughs> one 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 question I want to ask before you play your new song uh, or, or one of your songs is, and I'm drunk now, so <laughs> dude, that guy can't keep his eyes open. Look at I him. haven't. Drank, this is old stuff. I haven't drank in two months. Yeah, so. he's been sober for two months, yeah, and he yeah. broke I it knew, today. Knew, well, I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm going to hang out with y'all. We're watching the downfall of Stubbs. So, awesome. <laughs> what, what, what? Each one of y'all want to answer. Want y'all's answer on this? What was your? What was the moment where like whole like the holy shit moment? Was it? You know, uh, the Vakin, uh the show. What what was the one time we're like, oh my gosh, we're doing what we love, we and now it's paying off, and now look at this. It, now, it was tonight, right? For, when you're, you're, <laughs> when the, you're uh, on the Jerry Jones when you came into the podcast, yeah, you're like, it, it happened for me when I walked through the door of this building. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mighty nice, mighty Actually, nice. Yes. You know, uh, never really thought about it. You know, COVID kind of made us think about it. You're in the moment, mm-hmm. and you, you. I mean, we. You got to think for. Nine years, we were on the road nine months out of the Just year. Grinding. I mean, we're grinding. We are grinding. You know, we're going through vans. Then we started buying brand new, you know, brand new vans. You know, we're just grinding our ass off. We don't know where we're. People well, are like, oh, you're took, doing something. You're doing like we don't know. We're too longer for it to set in to so, us that yeah. it actually we're just, happens. We're grinding, <laughs> uh, just trying to you know figure this thing. You know, whatever we're doing, we don't know, and. uh you know, well, kind of at Nam too. You know, it was like, God, how the fuck are we back here with all these people? You know, how do we open up this show? It was like, whoa, you know, yeah. And uh, Vakin was that too. Like, dude, we we made the Vakin, but it's you know, everything's nervous. Everything's so fast. Yeah, yeah that but, was definitely a whoa. Moment. It's kind of like it. Yeah. Do the do those days when you're playing those giant shows? Because I've never played in front of eighty thousand people. 
I'm playing in front of five, but not 80. But do those days, are they like kind of like a wedding day? Like when you get married, you're like, I don't remember Hon- shit honestly, about my wedding day. Yeah. Honestly, uh, if I remember those 80,000 people were for me, it would be fucking awesome. But when we go play the next show and it's fucking 50 people of our people singing our songs, I would love that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I, I know so someone that... shows are cool. But you know they're not all there for you, you know. And a lot of bands will pay people. But it's got to feel good when you capture them. I think well, another, it feels another... good that you got you 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 grinded and you know uh, it's we grinded so hard that we got there, right? You know, yeah. and we worked our asses off for it. So that's what makes us feel proud. We're very proud proud about that, and uh, it's that's a that's a really good feeling when we think about it, like, damn, we fucking made it. We did. We went all we, we went fucking to the biggest metal festival in the world, two acoustic guitars. And yeah. that, that's the thing we can make. We worked our asses off for it, you know. We yeah. didn't pay for it. We didn't, you know. It was everything we did was just fucking hard blood, sweat, and tears, you know. That's what blew me away when when I walked in in L.A. was was these guys are doing the, the same thing that they did when I was hanging out with them. There, except now, like it, it was just mind blowing. It was for me. I was like, oh my gosh, these two dudes. My, I know their hearts, and know where they're at, and I know that they have worked their ass off. And then all of a sudden, I'm seeing y'all up there. It was just so surreal. It was like, yeah. what the fuck? I can't imagine how it was for y'all. It and was, we we was, got a buddy, a mutual friend that, um, you know, he played the the same festival y'all did. Yeah. And he's like, he he'll play in front of you know, he'll play around the world, and he'll do you know anywhere from twenty to eighty thousand people a night. And always festivals, and he's like, no, he'll come back here and play with his other band that's, you know. Or do church services. Or do church services. But he'll do like one or 200 people a night. And he's like, that one or 200 people is more nerve-wracking. It means more because they're they're shouting and yelling shit back at you. He's like, the 80,000, nah, you can only only see so far. Yeah. No, it's just it a different about level. Ten people back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not used to that level, so it's so different. You know, it's yeah. like we don't know how you know crowds are going to respond with that many people. You know, uh, it's just a whole different. It's a whole different feeling because we're used to playing the small. You know, we're we're comfortable with that. You are a very yeah. intimate band. Well, I mean, yeah. so Broncos. We, you're used to Broncos. Yeah, it's yeah. just. Like fun, do whatever the fuck you want yeah. type show. It had to be it had to be mind blowing when you're like you have this intimate project that all of a sudden you realize that is accepted non intimately too with eighty thousand people right. watching and you, you change too at the someone's same time. life. It like was, yeah, yeah. Was, and uh, we've had a lot of people tell us that, and that's what makes it worthwhile for us, man. Like you know. People said we've saved their lives with our music, and that's the biggest payment you can get. That's a, and I don't even know how, you know, but yeah, you know, but it's just whatever song you know song you received and you wrote. It's like they they felt it. Mm-hmm. That's like the the wild. the one of my favorite songs that we're not going to play tonight is the whiskey song. I'm like, dude, uh, that's a fucking life changing song. You were just wrote there for it. it's like. Uh, I think the way you presented it to me too was like, yeah, I kind of wrote this thing, and I'm like, dude, that's fucking. I threw this awesome. together in five yeah. minutes. Here, what do you think? And then, yeah. and then yeah. Matt has changes his his total life, life cha- course all of a was I changed, a and he's like, I'm going to be a man of society now, <laughs> just because of that song that you threw good. together in five minutes. <laughs> I don't hate everyone. I love everyone. <laughs> so y'all play another song, man. What do y'all want to play? Well, we pull out that capo. We'll do that song. Yeah, if you you gonna remember it, Fritz. 
We don't oh, know. Yeah, yeah. We don't yeah. know. That's one of I my favorite shocked, ones, man. I was really shocked when we started the show with the Speakeasy song, and Fritz was singing the words. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the fuck? I Do you remember, remember the, the words? I, I can't remember, remember any of the old I words. I can't remember the words of I was the one to eat and when I was in when I was the one to eat or Steadfast. Like, more people would be like laughing at me fucking up on my lyrics during Steadfast because I couldn't remember them. And then he plays a song 20 years ago that's a badass metal song and just remembers every word. That's talent, Fritz. You know, that's talent. y'all going out there and recording with Alex is oh, the reason yeah. we went out there and recorded Alex. Nice. Yeah, it was yeah, he's a It was one of those dude. things. Yeah. It was Alex was that was awesome. Oh, there's a steadfast uh, reunion going to happen. It's going to happen in the next 5 years. Doing that with uh, Alex Alex Gerst at Indian Trails and was, I will pop that in every once in a while. Yeah. Like I, I've got a I've got a thumb drive that is attached to my Forerunner in the little USB Stroll drive. And steadfast. That's just full of local stuff. Nice. And I'll swoop through there and I'll be like, gosh, this is <laughs> so go. fucking brutal and just makes me want to just We've talked about I want to punch too. people in the face. We've talked about doing a show where all our bands get together and play all night. Oh, I think yeah, we should do that. Rocky's in the chat room, so oh, he, I know he's all for uh, a, uh, a uh, Mobius X Mobius <laughs> Speakeasy event. Yeah, Speakeasy. Oh, rock! Steadfast yeah. X Mobius reunion. That'd be the weirdest <laughs> thing ever. Dude. You guys are just going to yeah. wing this, huh? You know, for us, it would How be monumental. How long has it been since you played this song? <laughs> it would be monumental for us, but nobody would know up. who the fuck any of these Well, that's good. Are. like, what? We'd be playing for each other. Yeah. That's what yeah. it all is. Be. Yeah. We'd be playing for each other's enjoyment. This is great. <laughs> well, it's because we got, uh, like, we're almost the 100 mark of originals. Yeah. God damn, Close really? To it. Yeah. yeah. So with this new album, it's... we're going to be at like 97 originals recorded of our own music. So, you need to put so, out three singles and, and so knock it out. So it's hard to remember before the twentieth. Yeah. every song you know. Shit, we gotta get busy. You want to hear this one, huh? Yeah, I, I would a, love to hear. It. This is like I said. This is one of my faves. He said he was gonna cry. So I might. I might.
did the crime, I did the time, long time. Now he's frying in the electric chair, and I'm standing in my underwear on the beach. Drinking whiskey. Well, I'm drinking whiskey free. I'm a drink whiskey free. Up, make sure you did that shit. Fuck, I love that it, man. Just gave me flashbacks of <laughs> yeah. Broncos. All right, it's like such a great early song. days of Broncos. That's an old ass God song. Damn, love it. That, that, I had to have y'all play that first, too. second record, second record, second, second record, yeah. second album. So, God uh, damn, what's going on now? You're recording. So, Is there a release yep. coming out? Yeah, we've, we've been recording it. for a long time. We've been working on this new album. Uh, this album, I guess I should say, not new. But I've re-recorded it like six times. It's gonna we've, be full length. We've laid yeah. it down six or seven times, but it's a Whoa. full length LP. It's uh, right have you now. done the delete? Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, key a few times. Oh yeah. Uh, so some of the songs have evolved over time. Oh, I imagine they've changed because uh, we've had time to revamp them or go back and be like, ah, oh, we didn't, we didn't like that. So we totally changed a lot of the songs, but we're actually really happy with the way the structures yeah. come out and like the parts. This is at the the, the, at, the at your place. Well, stuff? we got you doing we, it we yourself. Have, we have stuff recorded in L.A. We have stuff recorded in Arkansas. We have stuff recorded in Austin and our place. Yeah. So yeah. How got, do I, wait? Irk. <laughs> <laughs> Let's stop just for a second. How how do we get continuity through all that shit? Well, it's just gonna have to be that way because yeah, you're just gonna deal with it. Yeah, like, and, like, oh, and that's sorry. okay though because uh, it's just kind of the way the, the you know it fell because during the pandemic, kind of when everything stopped, our whole life stopped and yeah. cre- the creation, everything fucked us up, just got us fucked up because we had sixty thousand in guarantees that year that got just thrown out the door. You know, that's your livelihood. That, you know, right livelihood. Yeah. Okay. And when there's no goal, but, when there's no more goal, it's like what? What's the what? What's the future? You that's know? the question I want to ask you. Uh, financial shit aside, where did that put y'all mentally? When it was, it was, it, it was not good. But like, a, our, I, 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 we've asked a lot of you know our friends, local bands around here that like you know, well, we uh, just kind of struggled through it or whatever. But you guys were all over the place. Right. Like had. A ton of shit planned. So what does that do? A freight train going a hundred miles an hour and then just stop it. E brake, right? The immediate stop. That's what it felt like, and it was like a a whole whirlwind of of, uh, emotional shit going on on top of uh, what the fuck uh, is live music going to be a thing anymore? Or is it taken away from us? What are we going to do? I don't have any other skills. What'd y'all oh, do? Just, what'd did y'all, y'all do? Just grind it out? Did y'all we, do a streaming right, show? Right, we did a lot of live streams. We didn't do stuff. a lot because well, we live in Colorado. Yeah, well. We okay. did probably six live streams. Did what you could. I, I know I saw right. one. Yeah. We, I didn't know. We did a few. Uh, our buddies over overseas uh, with Muddy Roots, they did a uh, Roots in the Jar, uh, which they're, they're 
still trying to kind of doing that too. So that that was actually really helpful being able to do that because even though we couldn't see our friends and fans, we were at least getting to play Communicate, for them. Communicate, yeah. We were right. getting to play for them. Uh, so that kind of helped us through. But me being in, up in Colorado and him being down here and with not being able to travel to get there right. was so make you sick to your stomach. I got to ask one question before the show's over. We're getting pretty close to the end here. You've asked like 30 questions that you've needed to <laughs> I know. ask. This is one, though, gonna, that I've got to ask though, personally right? yeah. to my friend Johnson that I've had since I was a kid. What, was, are you just ignoring Fritz? Like, what no, the fuck? No, no. He'll Me understand. and Fritz will have our own conversation well, over you're, here. So. You're gonna sound. You're gonna feel silly when I ask the question. Is uh, one guy that has always been behind me and you personally was your father, right? And uh, he's recently passed away, and uh, I just, I it's it's when uh, you guys were coming on the show and stuff, I start looking through your pictures and stuff. It's uh, it's so. Uh, touching and emotionally draining almost to see, you know, Ron and how much fun and how proud he was of you. And uh, I just, you know, it felt first like of he all, was at every show. First yeah. of all, I want to say my condolences. That was, that was uh, some of the, that, that was wild when I found that out. And secondly, man, dude, uh, I've seen your walk through your relationship with your dad. Uh, you know, from an early age and stuff, and just as a grown man and, and seeing him at your shows and how proud he was, man, uh, I just want you to know that the guy was the real deal. Oh, yeah. Every time I hung out with the man, he always, uh, he was so proud of you, and, and uh, it's almost like you could look through your pictures and see you know, wow, man, it's like from day one, that guy showed up, even in Stroll, like that mm-hmm. guy showed up to every single show that he possibly could imagine. My dad uh, was not that way. Right. And Neither can, was mine. And I can't imagine. I can't, or my stepdad. I can't imagine having that kind of support ripped from me. How, how have you dealt with that? Like, what have you done and stuff? And how can you make people that are in the same situation? And to piggyback off that. Y'all even recorded a couple of albums down there at the house, right? Yeah. 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 Well, you know, he was supposed to come to our show mm-hmm. when he passed. And uh, so uh, we decided, we, you know, he wouldn't want a funeral for me to be sad and stuff. I can't believe this story. Here. And uh, so we asked the rail club if we could use the rail for uh, a memorial service. And we'll play it and we'll do a barbecue and free booze. Like a celebration. Like a celebration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Ron, Ron would have wanted. So we had him cremated, and we sure. put him on stage with us, and then we had the memorial with all his friends there, and they're like, "Dude, this is exact. Your dad was a rock star. Yeah, you know, he had more people show up than most local bands ever do. <laughs> his, you know? yeah, his presence yeah. and uh, and if that that helped, you know, how'd you make it through that show, man? Well, it wasn't easy, but music has always been therapy for me. Like, yeah. I, when I play, I'm not really here. I'm in a different world. If I if I start looking around and, I, and and I'm not I'm I'm thinking or like I'm not playing like You're contemplating. Do you feel like I don't you, know how to meditate? But what I've been told is I meditate when I'm playing. Yeah. Do you feel like you turn into another person? Because that's the way I feel. Like it's just sometimes. Like I'm in a different I, sometimes world. I feel like, like I have out of body experiences when it's you know happening. Uh, I've been there. I, I feel like I, that. pretty much. Like I th- just, I believe I'm meditating when I'm playing, and then I let whatever 
you know, all my walls down. Whatever's out there, come in and take over, too. How did that feel when he passed away and all these people are just like, dude, your dad was the shit, man, just seeing him there? How did that feel? That was cool. And turning up, you know, you know, to the rail and and celebrating his life. Yeah. Knowing how much, like, he gave up. Both of you guys. Right. like he, a lot of love. How much that, he supported yeah. you guys? That, you know, it, I, I don't remember a show that I went to that he wasn't there. Ron right. there, and I've probably seen you guys a hundred times. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, yeah, I don't know was, a show he that town, he's he was never always been there. To. You know, you know, when yeah. I was growing up, you know, it was like, oh, you're gonna be a musician, shit. You know, and I get <laughs> yeah. that. You know, he, he what thought, a loser. And he thought yeah. I was gonna stop <laughs> at thirty right if I didn't make it, and then I was like, I didn't know what making it was, but then I decided I was gonna really start trying at thirty. And uh, but r- really, when I went for that, and, and he saw what I was really doing, he really got excited. And then he's like, "You're." F- Did he ever travel with you guys? He showed up a, a different. Uh, yeah, I mean, he showed up in Ar- uh, some place in Arkansas. He sh- he had to be somewhere in Seattle one time with my sister, and we were playing in Seattle, so they fucking showed up. So that was fucking. That's it, fucking rad. Yeah. That's cool as shit. Yeah, that's that cool. cool. So it, that was fucking rad. Uh, and then him just seeing that, he's like, he got, he got to see the world through me. And I made him really proud, which yeah. made me proud because, you know, we were kind of, you know, grow up, you, you need to go no. to school, you need to, you know, get the job, the family, white picket fence. And I didn't do that. I'm black sheep. Yeah. You know, but I'm not rich in money, but I've seen so many places and people have told me how much they've helped them out. That's rich. <sighs> Fuck that. Right, that's, right. that's, I, that's, I've always stand behind that experience yeah. and seeing things yeah. and traveling the world and being a part of different and cultures is way it's always worth funny. way more than money. That's what makes it's, you work. That's what, you know, really what's makes funny you is people like, dude, mm-hmm. you, you know, if someone just saw y'all going to make it, what's making it? I mean, I've been, we've been playing music for 18 years and we're about to hit 16 years that without working a job. You yeah. motherfuckers have seen places I yeah. haven't seen. So fuck you, you know, <laughs> so that's been the blessing. And I'm angry you know, with you guys. Isn't that but, weird too? Like the two you know, fat guys with acoustic guitars yeah. and y'all seen y'all been to cool and places seen, and done yeah, cool shit. Still, We've seen a lot through a windshield. It yeah. still blows. blows and uh, mind, we have man. families all over the place. Like I mean, we could break down all over the world. I mean, you know, a lot of places we've been. We got people to just take care of us. Yeah, you know, and that's and, what's that's also awesome. I mean, when you when you have a a band that's that's known well enough that you can just crash on someone's couch. And what's or funny about Europe too is Europe is not used to uh, the musicians hanging out with the crowd. Hmm. Yeah, and we're not that. We're not. That I've way. been told that by my brother-in-law. Even said that yeah. when they toured Europe, it was like when they came out and was just hanging out or drinking at the bar. People were freaked out. Yeah, and they'd like formed a like a semicircle around them. Right. Like, do we talk to them? Do we not? And yeah. Like, we were hanging out talking. Dude, like, we just. What the, we right, just want a beer. We're just hanging out with people, yeah, you know. They because a lot of people act like rock cards. stars, you know. Yeah. Like don't you know come out and that, and we we've never been that way, you know. But you got to think, like, I mean, all their giant bands, all of them, from the Stones to Beatles to Pink Floyd to even Oasis, like, played in bars, right? Yeah, tiny bars, tiny, right. teeny, tiny pubs, and packed it out. And then, like when they came out, like people were freaked out to be near them because they're musicians or whatever, you know. Yeah, that's it, a that's a that's a thing. And we yeah. have people, you, go from you know, that where you're basically spitting on them. Yeah. yeah, and then all of a sudden it's like a whole different respect or or uh, 
Like you know, my brother in law has stories of like like the crowd parting as he's like walking to the bar and it's like I just want a beer, and like people <laughs> were just like getting out of the way and yeah. he's like. Oh. Yeah, we were walking down the street in Wales and this fucking dude came running down the street and said, "You're whiskey cards. I knew that was y'all." Yeah, in fucking Wales. We're just walking like holy fuck. It was got to be there's the cave. outside of yourself. <laughs> Could have got, got my shit happens. It's it's strange, you know. We've had people that you know be really Kaiser. like Kaiser. like they look up to us so much, <laughs> right? And then we're like, no, we're just people. Like, no, you don't understand. Like that is kind of weird, you know. You're not used to that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All right, well, tell the listeners where you want them to get your music and buy merch. Well, well you know. Being a real musician, you make all your money being a t-shirt salesman. Right. That's 100% true. We had this whole conversation <laughs> yeah. the other night at the but, rail. Yeah. But, <laughs> talking about you know, this. This awesome. I, I like sounding a musician, but we're really t-shirt sellers. Yeah. Right. That's, t-shirt, know. hats, yeah. cards, memorabilia, so whatever. Bar keys, rubbers, and condoms. And you don't have merch. Yeah, that's the same thing. You're doing it wrong. because you, 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 you. Has Bad Dragon built a like a whiskey dick dildo yet? <laughs> they have to. <laughs> For the nine-inch clitoris. We we've got to have a talk with them. Yeah, about you need this, to you need to get a sponsorship with together in doing something. Bad Dash Dragon. We're on all the digital places, you know. Uh, but no one uh, sees money from our that. We, our website yeah. is uh, whiskeydickband yeah. dot com. Uh, you know, yeah, all our mer- oh, you look. Can, you get all our merch. Here's the deal. Website. Friday night. It's the last night to see them this year. Yeah, yeah. And it may be the last night to see them for a while. Yeah. Come out to Broncos in Hearst. It's it's a homecoming. I yeah, mean, you can't go be. wrong with seeing a whiskey dick show at Broncos. It's Jesse always a great time. Show up. Yeah. It's fun. Um, so Friday night, uh, come up there. Y'all are going to start at nine o'clock. Yeah, nine o'clock. We'll, we'll play nine to eleven thirty, maybe midnight. Let's It'll pack it out, man. Yeah, you know, uh, we usually do two to three hours straight. You know, yeah. uh, it, intimate it's a setting, fun it's a good, fucking night. Yeah. Yeah. And Broncos is just you're in their face, and you can support them. You can. Buy all their merch, buy all the t-shirts, buy all the hats, buy all the yeah. uh, cards, all, all buy the little what, goodies that all the stuff. little goodies. I mean, all of it says dick. The, dra- it. the dragon, whatever dildos will yeah. be there. The right? bad dragon, bad, bad dragon, dragon dildos. <laughs> the um, it's, it's two nights before Christmas. If you need yeah. last minute Christmas gifts, oh, man, why not come perfect. to a bar, get drunk, buy listen all the good shit. music, yeah. and buy some shit for yeah. there you go. other people. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to get my wife some. I don't want the honey. I do chores. For Christmas, I want to go <laughs> buy her something. You no, don't want got, to write IOUs yeah. for we got Christmas. Great stocking yeah. stuffers, it, and it all says "dick" on it, so it's yeah, great. Yeah. It's great. There's nothing for kids. like stocking a big dick yeah. in a stocking. There's all kinds of great things right. for the kids. Yeah, you know, y'all uh, do one more. Y'all Let's have wrap it up. With do one y'all more. have uh, a onesies? We <laughs> have are there yeah. whiskey dick onesies? We, we, we have did, made them. We've we've put there are some some yeah. Kids out there with onesies on, yeah. Yeah. There are JJTM onesies yeah. floating yeah. around. We nice. we have a few JJTM onesies. Because we make onesies. most of all our merch yeah. ourselves. Yeah. yeah. You know. That's that's the way we are. That's we just when you're iron really on the letters. It. That's oh. when you're really making it. When you see your logo on a on a onesie, you know yeah. things are fucking good. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> all right. When, when the newborns, Y'all play a song. When the newborns are sporting you, yeah. <laughs> Take us out. You want anything to say about what's coming up besides the Whiskey Dick show? On the 29th? 3rd. This Friday. 23rd. So, um, I've got a whole rundown. If you were an early bird, 
and, and have Friday off. There's a big show at the Southside Preservation Hall with our friends Big Heaven, Itchy Richie, oh, wow. and the Traumatics. It'll be over by like 8.30, 8.45. Well, and then you can fly over to Broncos uh-huh. and see Whiskey Dick. Get some dick in your ear. You can. If uh, music is has been too much, if you've started the day off with too, mu- too much music. You can't do that. That's impossible. And there are some people that are stupid. <laughs> They're just fucking morons. <laughs> and they wanted some comedy. Our friend Brian Breckenridge is doing a show at Hyenas in the Red Room. Who might be here pretty soon. At 8 o'clock, it starts. You can see Brian start things off, and then you can yeah. fucking leave Hyenas and go to Broncos. Yeah. Like, exactly. all this works out. Timing-wise, it, it, it we, we all... We planned this out really well. Y'all planned it out. So that everyone could get have, you know, yeah. equal amounts of fun in all these places. Um, Saturday... They, with us. Saturday, if you're trying to be, you know, nurse the hangover, which I probably will be, but I will have to be working Ugh, that's at the Cowboy game. It's Cowboys versus Philly at 325. Oh, yes, that's right. I mean, this is one we live for, right? And we, was it Philly's quarterback that get, just got taken Yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, it hurts so, out. So we got a Hurts is hurt. Yeah, so there's a chance. So we can skip shot that all weekend. Hurts yeah. is hurt. <laughs> He's out. But they'd be smart to keep him out because yeah. who gives a fuck? They're in. Yeah, they need And to it's three games from the end. I hold, wouldn't play hold, him. Hold him off till the end, yeah. I would. And Dallas seems to be, I mean, it's the December slump. Yeah. We're in December. Things look weird. Well, we know the it's nut always kick the deal is coming. So. It is. The nut kick. I mean, it's we'll, coming. we'll go to the wild card. It's already and started. Then, yeah. Oh, you're in the playoffs again. Cool. Yeah. This is the last home game. <laughs> this is my last game of the year. Oh, yeah. And I'm trying to find someone to go with me. I can't, man. I'm sorry. What the hell? I, my whole Christmas is on Christmas Eve. I, I apologize to you. I should have checked with you and your schedule before I scheduled my family Christmas. Well. Sunday is Christmas. Y'all got anything yeah. going on? Uh, just family What's, stuff. Uh, yeah. How much time do y'all spend apart? Uh, <laughs> That's a great question. Well, it depends. If we're here, if we're home, usually two or three days at a time. Well, yeah. on Tuesday nights, Sometimes, if you're bored, yeah. you, can I, you yeah. guys can always bust over. Yeah, just roll yeah, yeah. in the door. You know, you know where the, gate, the you know where the door, door is. Just walk so. on back. I mean, we used oh, to spend yeah. every minute like just trap. You know, but the last couple of years, we, yeah, you know, is getting married. I'm so getting married. And, we've had, yeah. we've we've grown where we don't have to live together all the time now because yeah. being a band. You can't have two mortgages at one time. You got to fucking condolence everything. So we did everything we could to say, "Hey, this is our bills in this one place, and we if we get these paid, we're we're doing it." That's right. how we, that's how we did it. And we've done that for uh, pretty much our whole career. You know? And then career then I got a good too. woman too. That's yeah. something I that's am the key. Highly yeah. get a good woman. Yeah. I'm highly envious of is that you guys jumped off the cliff. Oh yeah. And it's fucking badass, dude. That's yeah, just it's an American bullshit. dream, man. Re- it's an American because, like I said, you motherfuckers have seen shit I've never seen yeah. around this world. And you can't make this shit up. No, I'd like to see. <laughs> no, you can't. I mean, I don't, I don't give a shit if it's, it's you know, the 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 badass badlands of wherever to the little bitty tiny truck stop in the middle of bumfuck Egypt. Right. All that shit is fucking cool, it's and it's got it's, cool. its cool shit. Oh, it's, all of it's, it's all, sacred, too. And it's always got, like, a, a little bit of memory, and yeah. that's what's cool. And There's places I've seen that I've never thought I'd like, even experience to see that kind of a view yeah. of stuff, you know? 
and I'm envious. I'm envious you guys have gotten to see all that cool ass shit. We'll That's never, awesome. We never forget that stuff either. Yeah. And I, if it wasn't for music, it would never took me anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, music, so music is. Well, keep doing it. Well, sure. thank you. Keep doing it. You've got two fans here. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll play you another new one. Yes, do, do it. it. Rip let's, through it. Let's Take us out, ladies. Oh yeah, since we had the homes. Is this one about uh, what? What is it called? Uh, Elaine, uh, our friend Elaine was on earlier, or she still might be on. Is she a sexy lady. She's sexy lady. <laughs> She's a Elaine school home. teacher. Oh, up in Colorado. She's, She's a big music dear, fan. Dear friend and a huge music supporter. Her and her mom. Or old, uh, you know, always traveling and going to see bands and festivals. And stuff. We always do this. This is a new song. That's another uh, show, sir. Yeah. Well, Elaine, <laughs> thanks for tuning in, man. That's yeah. that's just Johnson uh, calling out my awesome. farts we, is another show. If you like music from down <laughs> here in the DFW area, studio. keep yeah. tuning in, man. Yeah, she she we got a friend that's up there in uh, Colorado Springs right now. Oh, nice. Well, I think we're going to be in Colorado Springs in February. Yeah, we're, we're looking we just at got, going up there. Just, the owner of the bar just hit us up one two nights there. Awesome. Good time. So we, always, we always send this one out to Elaine uh, and Jeannie. Just because of their love and support of Johnson, music. Johnson, thanks for calling out my fart. Music. <laughs> this is one of my favorite new songs he, Fritz wrote. It's one of Sweet. beautiful songs. Let's it's do called, it. It's called Poor Man, by the way. So. You farted. <laughs> you farted. You farted. What a way to start a song. Uh, it's funny, like the four of us, we're still a bunch of dorks. When we we're, we're 12 years old in here. <laughs> we're still drinking Keystone Light. I thought I'd sneak one past Keystone and, and Jaeger. <laughs> 30 packs of Keystone and Jaeger and seeing how far you we guys got pee. any? You got a bottle of Rubble Mints over there? Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Some Purple Slager. Passion. It's Boone's Farm. All right, here we go. Like a vulture waiting on the dead Slowly circling overhead Or a desert run out of sand Turn to wine in your hand Oh, poor man And old thoughts restore the mind while the future is running behind And a mirror with no view Has no purpose and no use at all Bless the trees they climb and climb Never to reach the precious sky Oh, it's a journey it's safe to claim That in a heartbeat things could change No, they change
that poor mountain that suddenly flashed or a river that stops running fast only to pin out into the creek then to trickle out under the street all the way it used to be ain't the way it all it seems now the past is still the future and you never know what it brings waiting on you waiting on you Thanks for crushing one of my favorite chord progressions ever. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. That was fucking cool. Like when you just ripped into that intro, I was like, God damn it. That's my favorite chord progression ever. It's a weird one. It you is. Know, a lot of, it, it, it don't get used very much. It's fucking great. Yeah, I love it. God the F sharps and the, and the B flats. And the, yeah. I love those chords. I only play in the key of R. <laughs> <laughs> I got one thing I have to do, Matt. And we do this with everybody that nears the temple. Do I need to put my uh, headphones back on? If you want to. Are you going to do the question? Name? The full load. Yeah, we'll do it. I'll bring it on. We need an intro for this. JJ, TM, the full load. One and two? Or are you going to just no, we'll do ask them both? both. We'll right, ask them both, but I'm going to cut out the last one that's the joke, because uh, we've already had that beat a couple of times, so we're just, yeah. we'll just do the nine. Favorite cereal? Uh, Fruit Loops. Killer. Killer, serial killer. Uh, <laughs> day or night? Uh, day, night. Ooh. What's the last song you listened to? Besides what you played here tonight? Uh, walk. No, excuse me. It was floods. Floods. We didn't Pantera. even get into Pantera. Zach and Tara. Well, hold on. <laughs> Just tap the brakes. Just a second. <laughs> extension. Last song you listened to. Uh, speak easy. 
Yeah. Chump. Chump. A quick uh, side question. <laughs> How do y'all feel about this Pantera tour? I, Love it. I think it's fucking rad, honestly. Uh, it's it's a mixed emotion thing, honestly. Even you know, though the coming, two guys we know aren't there. Right. The but, third guy's there, but, I mean. You, you know, the music <laughs> part is what I I I want to see it. I just and it sounds it. fucking good it, from everything right there I've with seen, you. Man. You know, want to see it. A new generation of people can, you know, get back in the Pantera. Live, yeah. That keeps the let the dime right. back alive. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, that's that's my thing. Is like bringing that back. I mean, just listen to their set and tell me what bands are that fucking heavy right now. Still. No one. No yeah, one. No exactly. one. This is the nineties. That's know. the thing. I listened to that that first night they did in Mexico City, and I was like. Charlie killed it. Gnarly. Dude, oh there's my gosh. no one Gnarly. that fucking heavy it's right fucking now. Gnarly. That's <laughs> you know, the heavy me, I've been to missing. Me, that's an ins- like I'm it, I'm like, man, I'm hoping this inspires so many young people. It's going to, man. People. You know, and that's, that's you know, Zerk, like, this Zach earned shit. that right, you know, because yeah. he's friends. And Zach's always going to Zach it up, you know, but that's what he needs to do. As me, if I do someone's song, I got to add my taste to it, too. Yeah. I'm not going to play anything I'd exactly. Thing. I'm going to give it. You know the uh, everything I got for it, but it, that's just part of it, you know. And Dime wouldn't want that either. So I think it's fucking phenomenal. But you got to have that drum beat, mm-hmm. and Charlie's fucking yeah, Charlie's he's nailing it. it. Oh, yeah, he's he's nailing it. You know, the the thing I was worried about was Zach just being too Zacky. But then Charlie came in. I was like, dude, Charlie's on. Yeah, and it sounds right. so fucking monstrous. Good. And Zach's whole, you know, keeping it, you know, he's not doing, you know, 30 minute, uh, uh, you know, Sabbath solos and stuff, you know. Right. So, and, you know. The sets have been really tight. Right. There's not, there hasn't been, from what I've seen, there, there's a couple of videos on YouTube where you can watch full sets. Phil isn't going off on his old, you know, in the 90s where oh, he'd go yeah. off on his crazy rants about all sorts of right. bullshit where all of us like... It was drinking days. Like, like yeah. we're like, we yeah, that's cool. Yeah. But then... Yeah. Why'd you stop the song for the 10th time? Yeah. You know, but when he's, you know, Phil not drinking is always good. And like like we said earlier, we saw him with Down earlier this year and that show was fucking phenomenal. That was yeah, a it was awesome. down show. Yeah, it was yeah. really good. Well, I don't know what his I, I don't mean, know how he re redid his voice, but man, it's fucking back. They detuned. Yeah. I thought oh, they yeah. you can listen to it, it's detuned yeah, a little that's bit. That's the same thing but Helmet had to do. Wait, wait, it's fine. What, People get older. Right. Yeah. You can't reach that register, so you yeah. detune a little bit. It's totally yeah. fine. I, but I don't know how far they detune because I mean he was already playing in a lot of stuff in C. Yeah. You know, so it's already. I, I think it's just a Hertz TV. thing, like but, uh, drop from four forty to four thirty two or something. But I know when I saw Helmet, they were down a whole step from uh, their original stuff. Page like, can't reach. I was like, yeah, he doesn't want to blow his voice out on tour, right? Yeah. You know, but I, I didn't. I didn't know. I, I was like, who the fuck is this at first? I can testify to all this, man. There's but, stuff that I th- could used to sing. I'm gonna piss on your no face. <laughs> Uh, piss on my but face. I'm down with that tour. It's fucking. I love. I'm it. excited. The only thing I'm pissed off about is that they're opening right now. The only show they have is opening for Metallica here. Right. Who Phil used to rail against Metallica, yeah. saying that you know That's yeah, old stuff, they're the metal man. band, but we're the hardest band ever, and we're the well, highest selling band of all. Blah, blah, blah. Well, you know that's just 
I doubt Phil has those same attitudes. When you're when you're that young, and, you, you know, yeah, exactly. testosterone. I mean, you're going to run your well, mouth. Well, I mean, I'm going to tap the brakes because in 2008, I saw Metallica in Houston with Down Opening. Yeah. Right? So yeah. I mean, everything's you know, all good. I yeah. think it's awesome that he get to do that. You know, they yeah, only did a couple too. festivals together. They never yeah. toured. What a badass show, though. So, no shit, man. awesome. Metallica uh, and Pantera, come on. I have a feeling that they're going to be back headlining probably in like. 2024. Yeah, I'm sure. Show. You know, they're going to come back and do one. I think there's going to be a few shows also slipped in here that no one knows about. You can't deny that. Friends and family shows. Right. See it. Seeing that music played live and on that magnitude of like with the equipment and the sounds. Yeah, and they're booked all the way through 2023. Hearing and seeing and feeling that. If you're a Pantera fan, you're, you're going to fucking yeah. love that. I questioned it at the beginning when I, everything was said right. about it. But after seeing videos of these first few shows, I'm like, fucking it. But beyond the yeah. politics of it, beyond the yeah. politics, the feel, you see the vibe Rex, is you there. See, you see Rex having a blast. You, yeah. see, you see Phil, and it's like, man, these guys, this, they deserve to do this you can tell that they, we, they're as fans you we does we need to give them the space and they conquered the spaces from what and, i've seen and they, they need they're some doing closure. It. they need some closure to, right you know yeah. uh, you guys are close to Vinny, yeah, so yeah, very, uh very. i think yeah. everything that i've taken away from it he was like the Vinny, double Vinny, show. Vinny and yeah. and and dime would both definitely approve i think that's well, just know, my personal you know, opinion. I think they'd approve all of it. You know, with, when Vinny was alive, you know, I I always understood what he was saying, you know, because I've never been in a situation where I saw my own brother get murdered in front of me. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Well, I'm going to shoot Matt in the face right now. We'll yeah. see how, people, <laughs> enough people think we are brothers. So, yeah. so you know. Please don't shoot me in the face. <laughs> and, when, and when you're doing a new band, you don't want to talk about your old band. So what do you think about them recording, though? That's the thing where I get weird well, is that they no, record under they're the not, title Pantera. And I don't think they're going to. That's not fair. That's not fair. That's wrong. they got to change the name if they're going to record. It's not a Pantera album. It's not a Pantera. Yeah. 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 Right. Name. That's crossing the line. If right. you had a different project name with it. You exactly. Know, I told Matt a couple of weeks ago, I think this is a really good deal because um, – we, all of us in this room, are part of the generation where we would grow up watching uh, Carrie King and Kirk Hammett. Those were our guitar gods. Yeah. They were the ones who taught us what to do. But then uh, Dimebag came along, and he became he, – he influenced us a little bit, but he also influenced a younger generation yeah. that then created this – the post-rock world to where um, – these new newer bands that are very technical and intricate yeah. uh, come into play. And I think it's cool that this is, this tour is going back around to kind of pay respect to everything to where these young kids can see. Where that and hopefully it, it inspires to be like, you know, I don't have to be a crazy uh, tech metal periphery style guitarist gent. to where I'm just being yeah. gent and going nuts. Yeah. I can be fucking heavy and play blue scales and, and be play loose. blue yeah. scales yeah. and have loose fun with it. And be loose. And, yeah. And, and I don't have to do a bunch even, of fucking stupid yeah. finger tapping to show that I'm heavy to just be fucking heavy. Yeah. And that's what Dimebag was. He was a badass guitarist. When you play with heart, you, but they, that he, shows yeah. through your music. Right. When he wanted to be fun. heavy, 
He was fucking, fucking heavy, heavy oh, yeah. and he was only playing one fucking note. <laughs> He's got a solo that is one fucking note. And will fuck any other guitarist yeah. up with one fucking note. And everybody will sit there and analyze that and go... No, he's sitting there, you know, he's sitting there going up and down the scale. No, no. it's one motherfucker, because he went, I'm going to do a guitar solo. That's one fucking note, yeah. and I'm going to show you how it's done. It's going to scream in your face. And love it. it's fucking beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I, I didn't realize you did one of those solos, but people always ask about, you know, what, how, how do you know when you feel your guitars? Like, you need to hit one note till it makes you almost want to cry. Yeah. That's when you're playing. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, not how many notes you can hit, you know. Yeah. You don't have to play every note in every like, song. There's a note in your soul that you can hit. <laughs> you can find it with that one note. You bend it to it, you know, but it's yeah. there. Uh, it's, so, it's five minutes alone. Yeah. Five minutes alone, that solo is one note. Right. Well, he bends it. So he, it's, well, he's playing with his pitch shifter. Yeah. But he's just playing that one note. And uh, also, you know, all the, the vulgar videos, that's like the history books of fucking, yeah. you, know, of, you know, metal. Yeah. How many, how many know? times yeah. did you and I sit around watching those videos? Man? Remember just when like, I got the first one? We lived those videos yes. being younger. Then I got the first one from Dimebag from yeah. his house. From the jam my, house. Uh, those yeah. kids wanted to be cowboys I was 18 years old and he gave me a fucking, uh, uh, the, the home video. <laughs> For my birthday. The first Vogue yeah. video that yeah. is, you can't even find it anymore because now it's just kind of, I think whoever the grabbed Cowboys it, from hell. they edited it into uh, something else. Vulgar yeah. display of video or, or some shit. Yeah. It's all edited together and you're like, oh, I love oh, it, man. I love oh, it yeah, across the board. Yeah. I love it all. Is is I want them, to, I want uh, Rex to get healthy and stuff and yeah. get over the COVID thing and just fucking. I want them to Bobby's do this. Bobby's been as killing much it, our boy. Possible. Yeah. Bobby yeah. from that's, that's the other thing. It helps people like musicians and, and, and uh, roadies <laughs> that are on the road with them. It helps everything. I think this is exactly what the metal scene needs right now is Tara to just come out there and do what they're doing. I think it needs to be seen. I fully yeah. support it, man. Because people and heard about it, but they're like, oh, and but Zach not. Wild has been great. Like, yeah. the way, like, I've seen him, in, like, I, I follow mean, him pinches. on Instagram. I Can't follow they're... him on Instagram, yeah. and he has a little, like, he's got the little uh, wrestler, the uh, the Carrie Von Eric looking wrestler, and he's like, ah! And the way he does it, I'm like going, Dime is looking down at Zach right now saying, this guy here is doing what I would want to be done right Well, here. there was no one He's, else closer to him. To, yeah. uh, to Dime. To yeah. Dime. There was no one else closer to him. I mean, you know, there's a lot of guitar players that can play exactly like Dime, every part, every technique, but that's... You're pretty close, my friend, man. You, you, when you do those, when y'all do those uh, melodies of those mixed melody uh, sh- stuff, when you do like drag, uh, like drag the water. What's right, the song right. where you do where y'all run through like five of the right. songs and y'all yeah. dance Rock around it? Grid. Right. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you get there, man. Well, I'm just like, kind of making that up. Honestly, but, but I'm talking. About people will figure yeah. out every little niche and but technique. That's, that's also another thing that I talked about a couple of weeks ago. Is like you can get any of these tech kids to get up there and do it, but you got to get a like John. But there's no to heart do right. that, yeah. that actually feels it right. and yeah. loves it and has right. the heart to do it. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's yeah. And I think I think that's what's great about Zach. Being up there and, and he doing gets it. to throw his heart into you know because oh, he's going to do stuff just a he little knows. differently. Yeah. He knows, you know. Yeah, you can't deny when you see him play too that you can feel that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He's, yeah, that's what I was afraid of. Like I had these. Uh, Zach's a dirty these, blues. I had these uh, yeah. these uh, 
like kind of cautionary, like, all right, watch the videos that you see. And then with Zach, see what you think, like take a step back, then start commenting on it and everything. And for me, the way he was respectful of every single note, like when, when I heard him dicking with the, uh, the intro to Cowboys from hell, I was like, okay, all right, okay, okay. And then I've heard, I've seen some other videos where he's like plays some of the solos. I'm like, all right, he keeps it there. He keeps his style there. He keeps everything there. And I just, I love it. I love all of it. I he was to, almost doing, like you said that Cowboys from Hell intro. He was doing exactly every time I saw Dime do it was like he pretty much dicks around and fucks around Exactly like, like Dime used did. to do, like how he did that. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, you could tell. You could tell that Zach has seen Dime play it a lot. Right. Yeah, so that's what I like. And they, I mean, they spent so much time on the road together doing that, you know, shit. And and now it's fast. And Zach, if you talk. ever watch, you know, we talked about other guitar players. It's always like you know, uh, Saint Dime, uh, Father Vi. Yeah. Very respectful yeah, yeah. guitar players. You know. Yeah. You know, Inve don't like fucking Inve, donuts. Don't like donuts. donuts. He doesn't like. You just, Hope Inve. You've seen that <laughs> donuts before. Like donuts, huh? motherfucker. Well, Dimebag offered him. Yeah, you, donut. Yeah, and he didn't like. He goes, I, don't I don't like donuts. Fucking donuts. Yeah, fucking donuts. Don't give me a fucking donut. Next time they come over, we need to have Dave in. We These do. guys would uh, love Dave. All right, so we're back to the questions. Ice cream or cake? Ice cream. Ice cream. All right. What sense could you live without? Like you have five senses. What could be the sense that you live without? Smell. Hunger. I mean, taste. Taste. Really? That's an interesting one. A lot of people go smell, but yeah. taste is an interesting one. Uh, favorite movie? Uh, Outsiders. Johnson. Crossroads. Dazed and Confused. <laughs> Crossroads. How are you going to hurt me, Johnson? The Britney Spears movie? No, no man, Ralph Macchio. Yeah, Ralph man. Macchio with the devil. <laughs> Steve I. Uh, Steve I, right? Yeah. Well, this one. The Karate Kid. Best local venue restroom. Best place to I'm pop say a new Lola's. There's only one stall, though, man. It's like. Yeah, yeah the, the new Lola's sex. The old trailer you know, park and, rules. and if there's two feet, if there's four feet in there, you know it's going to be a Cocaine, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> two, loop, two loops is okay. <laughs> Because you can yeah. just go in whatever room right, you want. Right, right, so. right. Uh, man. Well. Broncos. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't even know. I don't even yeah. know. I've never I walked into the bathroom and be like, man, this is a nice bathroom. I mean, I've been in a lot of fucking terrible See, bathrooms. See, the older yeah. I get, the more I look at that stuff. I'm like, this is a really nice bathroom. But I've been in some shitty bathrooms. I've taken a shit in some shitty bathrooms. I mean, I've, the Rail Club actually has a really nice They just redid it. Yeah. Oh, they did go. redo it. They so, were working on it last yeah. time I was there, but now it's pretty decent. Uh,. Let's see here. Give me three celebrities, dead or alive, that would be in your entourage. Well, Willie Nelson. Tight. Snoop Dogg. <laughs> well, I know what you're going for here. Yeah. Good weed. Yeah. This is the entourage I'm going to hang out with. And then, you ever had any Tyson's weed? No, not yet. I suppose that shit's supposed to knock you on your ass. <laughs> uh, let's see. One, one more. Yeah, one more slot, man. Matt I'm going to have to go with Tom Jones. 
Oh, wow. That's a dope Nice. Yeah. Very like nice, one. Fritz. That one's really Tom good. Jones. That might oh, be the best one that we've had in yeah. here. This should be interesting. You've got a topic. Right this should be interesting, Johnson. It's up to you now. What is the question? Again? Three celebrities, <laughs> okay. dead Celebr- or alive, celebrities. in your entourage. Celebrities. Okay. Yeah. That roll with you. All right. You're rolling into Caesars and Dead Vegas. or alive. Dead or alive. You're about to play some craps. Who's with you? All right. Uh... Chris Farley. Ah, yeah. Nice. Like uh, John Belushi. I see where you're going. That's cool. And Steve Ray Vaughan. Mm. No, no David Hasselhoff in there? I thought for sure I'd like Hasselhoff would have been there. I'd like to hang out with both of y'all's there. parties. I, yeah, that, I heard him talk about Hasselhoff in his sleep. If you both sure y'all, Hasselhoff's not in that list? Are you serious? If both of y'all walked into Caesars. Hasselhoff in his sleep? The same night with both of y'all's entourage. I'd have to tag along. That's oh, pretty yeah. good. That's I'd like to good. be invited to those parties. I was going to say Ron White and Tom Jones, but uh, yeah. What uh, game show? Because they could all you like the party. Dominate. Game show would I dominate? Yeah. Wheel what of, game show? Wheel of Fortune. Uh, I'm terrible at game shows. Uh, Wheel of Fortune. So uh, I know I'm terrible at that too. <laughs> Even in Vegas, Nickelodeon slime. What is it? Was double that, dare? Was it double dare? Double, double dare. dare. <laughs> I don't even know what game. What, what, what are the game shows? Double dare. Yeah. Family Feud. Yeah. Yeah, I dominate. You'd be good at that. Yeah. No. Survey no. says. No, you would Family Feud. And normally we would say, <laughs> I, what's I would your probably, favorite dish? You know, our Jeopardy would be, you know. Yeah. It's like, you know. You hang on. Your mother had a right? mouth of a trout. <laughs> is that Thomas? Your mother had a mouth of a trout? The last I'll beat one. your ass with Skip's Redstone, motherfucker. I'm changing this one up. What's your favorite local restaurant? Waffle House. <laughs> you can have that anywhere. <laughs> That's a chain. That's a good one. But no, yeah, but I like I like what always, you're going there. You know what you're getting favorite every time you go there. Local restaurant, man. I'm gonna uh, shit. <laughs> See, I used to like it. Now it just hasn't been as good. Ponchos. Japan House. I'm interested in what this man no, is about to was, say. Old South, no Chef's Point. I love. Oh Chef's, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's yeah, shit yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, it's not as good as it used to be. Yeah. yeah. I always, I always just liked going to like uh, Applebee's. No. <laughs> Applebee's. Uh, Fresca's is good. On the, yeah, border, on the border is my jam, but as far as local, yeah. Uh, uh, was it? We used to go to uh, shit. What's the name of that place? Fred's. No, Fred's is fucking fantastic. Fred, I Fred's love Fred's. Awesome. Even the North Fred's here. Yeah, yeah, oh, we, yeah that's good. been there too. It's good stuff. The uh, uh, I think Babe's is probably my new favorite though. Babe's, is, I can't get off. That that's place. killer, man. Yeah, that's good shit. I love that place. A little only, chicken fried steak with some yeah, gravy yeah. and Frank sauce. Uh, you, oh shit! Just the way they do. Oh fixings. shit! Yeah. It's like, it's like you're not a it. chicken fried steak fan unless you have it tattooed on your body, right? Yeah, trash pockets, trash your pants. Oh yeah, he's got the CFS. Yeah, he he'll travel the country for a good oh, yeah. chicken fried steak. Oh yeah, you will. He's the ambassador of chicken fried steak. Ambassador. I need to go out to Mary's with him. I mean, when yeah. he was oh, with, I know I'm, we, I've talked about that too about going to Mary's. But when we were trash pockets rolled with us when we were did. Uh, uh, the two shows with uh, Nashville Pussy and Reverend Horton Heat, and then Nashville Pussy wanted tacos really bad, so we had to follow 
Natural pussy everywhere. It's like dick chasing pussy, you know, yeah. through towns, and then fucking trash pockets get there and just dominates these tacos. But then just got the heartburn and poor Pepto just went all down his beard. <laughs> just Pepto just <laughs> straight down his beard, just glazed him. Oh, he was he was loving it. <laughs> pockets, man. Oh, the pockets. Well, that's it, man. That's Hello. the full load. Oh, what's the dish? Oh, yeah. Well, I took that off because you it's did? kind of. Do you okay. want to do it? What's your favorite dish? Favorite dish? Yeah. Uh, on the plate. Macaroni casserole. Bam! Johnson got it. He's one of the guys that got it. The plate. There's very few. What's your What's your favorite dish? He plate. said plate. A plate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He nailed it. That was one we we've been telling people because Demi Lovato was asked that and it sounded like this. And uh, your favorite dish. My favorite dish. I like mugs because they're <laughs> yes. very comfortable in your hand and they hold the hot things that you don't have to touch. So, um, you know, coffee. So Johnson and Demi <laughs> Lovato have <laughs> one thing in common. <laughs> Those are the weird things you're asked overseas. Because that was, that was a, plate. A, a total British interview. And What's your favorite dish? I like mugs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a fan. Well, so, I'm someone a fan asked us what our, what our favorite band was and, or, and the band you hate, and I was like, wristband. <laughs> I hate the headband. <laughs> That's pretty damn good. The waistband. You know, the contra- waistband contraband is, is my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, right it's on. been a night. Well, thanks yes. for having us, man. It's been Dude. fucking fun, and we need to do this again. Yes, definitely. Not nine years, ten years down the road. Yeah, there's so many stories missed. There is. Oh, we'll get to them, man. And, we'll get and, to them. And thanks for everybody that joined. Yeah, in the chat. Yeah, everybody in the chat room. Yeah, next time we'll focus more on it. And, and uh, you get know, some questions. This inside, Friday night, guys. I kept an eye on it. We've been pretty good. Everybody was just like hyped and excited to be in here and listen to uh, the new tracks and stuff, new songs. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely uh, come out this Friday for. Uh, Hell yeah. The show. I mean, it's it's Christmas weekend. A lot of people fly in for Christmas weekend to be with their family, but they need a night off to go drink. Yeah, get away from the families. Is the most fantastic place to drink and hang out. We'll see inverted nipples. Really laid back. The food is good. Of stubs inverted nipples. Inverted nipples. Thank y'all for having us too, man. Oh no, this has been been a long stupid long. Like just the schedules all lining up, and then. COVID and all that shit. So, yes. Yeah. But we've done a lot of interviews and stuff, but this is only like the second one in our hometown. That's, and you well, didn't hate. And K- <laughs> K- K- KNON was the only other K-N-O-N, one. KNON, man. Know those motherfuckers guys, are doing so, the shit. Yeah. Man, they, I love KNON. Yeah, man. I love them, Fuck too. Yeah. They've been good to us. And the door's open. Anytime so, y'all want to yeah. come in and promote anything, Thank you know, you. Oh, yeah. just come in. Yeah. Let's hang out. Let's holler. Hopefully, oh, I can yeah. get this album done. Let's have some fun. Yeah. Hopefully, I can get it done. You better. Get it done. Stop hitting delete. Yeah. And starting over. We'll get it done. Jerry Jones Town Massacre. Well, I'm going to have to sample right that there, now. man. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> That's the time code right there, man. All right. Thanks, guys. Yeah. We're Thank done. You. Later. Cheers. Later, fuckos. What, what